I know I need to size up with you. And when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz. With me, as always, Devin. And we have three special guests with us here today. We Oh, and we lost one. <laughs> Love it. Started. Started. Yeah, two. <laughs> well, we'll get back. We'll, we'll bring Juvie back here in a little bit. But we'll talk about um, the people we have here. So I'm, I'm going to do this a little bit differently. Um, I'm going to have you guys actually introduce yourself. So let's start with JD. JD, tell the people. Tell the people who you are and a little bit about yourself. So my name's JD from the wrestling, um, sorry, from Russell Bread Podcast. Um, there we go. Now we got there him. There we tag. go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right when it started, it was like, oh, okay. Like, oh, yeah. okay. We got three August, special guests. August, I'm like, no, let's do. There we go. That was got some editing to do already. <laughs> I'm JD from the Russell Bread Podcast. Um, I'm also actually planning to start a Twitch channel. Uh, to keep on the lookout with that as well. Um, you may see my cat. She likes to sleep on my desk. So if you see a little white and black fur ball just hop up behind my back, that's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Juvie, man, you back. So I'm, back, man. I'm here. I'm at it. Please introduce yourself, man. Tell people what a little bit about on? yourself. What's going on? My name is Juve. Short for Juvie Desayuno, one half of the Hard Camera Podcast. Shout out to my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary. Uh, check us out on Twitter at the Hard Camera, the Instagrams at the Hard Camera. Uh, we, uh, we, every pay-per-view, every pay-per-view, we do the, uh, the, uh, prediction show and then the recap show, but, uh, we like to spend a little time just talking about us, talking about this life thing as it comes. Uh, we just dropped the best of volume six on, uh, Friday the 13th. So go check us out. We took a hodgepodge of some of those conversations and, uh, some mature, some immature, a little, little laughter, a little sadness, a little, a little thinking, a little introspection, a little bit of everything there. THC. Thanks for having me, y'all. That's awesome. We're happy to have yeah. you. Man. Happy to have you. And Dom, tell the people about you and the crew over there at Top Rope. And the crew. <laughs> and the, the absent team crew. Got to represent. Big in the heat today. I hope you feel better, guys. Yes. By the way, Juby, I was just listening to that. So, so side. Oh, my man. Anyway, my man. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think some of y'all know me. But just in case, as you can see, it's me. It's me. Not DDP, but the greatest champ in Top Rope history. I am the South Philly psycho, the man who moved just 90 minutes from North Carolina. <laughs> and apparently, according to Wendy, as of yesterday, the American nightmare of podcasting, D-O-M. 
I am repping the TRWT3 tonight with my homegirl, the first lady of Top Rope, Grandma Wendy, and of course the founder, the, the biggest MJF mark you will ever meet in the world, the high class one, Bruce. And I am damn happy to be here. I, I listen to a lot of, of Juvie. I've I've hung out in li- uh, during live streams with with JD, my my queen of Philly. It is nice <laughs> to finally meet you guys, and and of course I love working with these guys, no matter how much we fight. <laughs> <laughs> Nigerian cycles reunite. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we are here. What has brought this collective together here is the SummerSlam predictions. We got SummerSlam coming up here. In about a week from this Sunday, um, some of us are looking forward to it. Dom mentioned a little bit about ah, not as hyped as I'd like to be. I mean, obviously, you know, when when we started talking about it, Dom, you brought it up. Like, there's a lot of things going on in WWE and with these releases that make you say, you know, mm-hmm. not sure I feel about it, especially with NXT. And I mm-hmm. feel you on that too. So definitely mm-hmm. feeling cer- certain type of way about all that. Um, I guess to you know we we're gonna get into the the good stuff with SummerSlam, but since we're bringing it up, just for for the the audience here, just I guess share a little bit about that. We'll just spend a couple minutes just on your general thoughts about what's going on with oh NXT, I guess being reformatted into this whole new thing, and you know Triple H not you know maybe Vince trying to show up Triple H a little bit with some of his moves. Um, how you feeling, man? Like what's 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 your thoughts on that? Oh man, it's it's. It's painful. Like I think, I, I know Hafiz loves NXT. I know oh, that's my favorite black and gold brand. brand. Thing. I love NXT. So to see them gutting it and changing it and everything else, it's like, why did you bring it up in the first place? Then it because uh, you you just you stuck it on a network and you basically threw it to the wolves so it could fight with AEW and you only really tried to push it and make it real competition right around that Survivor Series that they came mm-hmm. into and won. And at that point, it was actually pretty good. They were winning. And then all of a sudden, you just went, okay, back to being the redheaded stepchild. And the rest is history. And, and to see guys like Bronson Reed go, I mean, how, I blew my mind. Yeah. how hot yeah. was Bronson Reed before he got released? Yeah. You know, yeah. they, had just, they had just debuted the Diamond Mind. And all of a sudden, it's like, all right, Tyler Russ, get out. It's like, really? You, you you plugged them for six weeks. They were on TV for maybe two, and you're already cutting them. Yeah. It just it just feels like I don't know if it's some kind of like you said, Vince kind of trying to spank Triple H and tell him to know his role, or if this is just punishment after the fact because they couldn't compete. But I, I, whatever it is, it just doesn't feel right. I mean, what would? Even if they move, and it, let's say they do move NXT to Peacock or something like that, go back to the way it was on the network, which was right. probably its best, then what's USA going to say? They got two hours to fill. They got a contract with WWE. What do they do then? Right. Like the whole right. thing makes no sense to me. And every time I want to get excited for SummerSlam because something's happening, because this is a big show. Like every year it's a big show. And, and, I, and I start getting excited for a match, and then something like this happens. Like NXT gets gutted. Where here's another raw and you're like oh what are they doing now why is mm-hmm. michael cole in in drew mcintyre's intro in chicago <laughs> i know y'all feel me on that in chicago right right time champion like, like what is chicago trying to say and let them say it they have the right they've been waiting on this they paid let them say whatever the hell they want to say nope 
we got to throw Michael Cole in instead. <laughs> Every time on the way leading into the show, you, you get excited and then something happens and you're just like, oh, oh, yeah. it just brings you down. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm you. excited for the show. I, I, I'd rather not watch the lead up. Is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. I mean, we talked at length about it uh, the last time with our last show, just our thoughts on this whole thing with NXT. And it's it sucks. It's my favorite brand. So, you know, I'm not not liking what I'm hearing and I'm hoping I'm I'm optimistically hoping that, you know, they, that what they're saying about this whole restructure and it just being big guys and guys under 30 and all that isn't true. Because like half the roster that I love is does not fit into that <laughs> at all. Not at all. So, yeah. Adam Cole is not that guy. Adam Cole ain't nope. that guy. Johnny Gargano is not that guy. Not that guy. And Johnny's about to have a baby. Like he's going to oh, throw him out on the street yeah. while his wife is pregnant. That, Dude, that's man, some bullshit seriously, right that'd be some cold ass shit right there. <laughs> it really so, would. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see. Ju- uh, Juvie, what about yeah, you, man? man? Juve, what you thinking? I've never been on the Bronson Reed train, and I had to stop myself when really? uh, I've never, like, weeks at a time, every episode of The Hard Camp, I find a way to, like, say how I'm just not <laughs> on that train. I don't know what it was, I, and, I, and I don't even know why. Nothing about him was compelling to me. Um, not even the theme song? What are you grabbing at? What are you grabbing? Why did you like ask for permission? What you just start grabbing? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, out for you. <laughs> so I was never on it. So like yeah. when Swerve took the title from him, I was like, okay, yeah, Swerve. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I will say I was surprised though that he was released, considering I try to stay away from rumors because I mean rumors, right? Hearsay. Yeah. But like, you know, the thoughts that he would be going to Raw or SmackDown, um, I thought he was in the prime position to to at least do something more. So I was really surprised with his release. Um, I was surprised with Tyler Russ, too, for the same reasons, because even before Diamond Mine um, debuted, like he was putting on really solid, compelling matches uh, in his, his time on NXT. So, um, yeah, I was really surprised to see him go. So, yeah, with, with the Diamond Mine debut on such a seemingly seemingly prominent faction on the rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. JD, what about you? What you thinking? Um, I'm just very confused about the whole NXT situation, especially if the rumors are true that they're trying to rebrand it. It definitely shows that Vince McMahon is getting his hands into it. Um, but it's something that I heard about, um, I think it was on Twitter or something like that, that um, WWE isn't meant for fans, um, that Vince rather have a studio audience. And that the show is more for a casual fan than it is for fans like us that watches NXT and stuff like that. Because a lot of the things that they have done is questionable. Like, why would you bring up the NXT champion and then have him lose in front of a casual crowd? And so now Mm -hmm. when you finally bring this person up, the casual crowd will say, oh, that's the guy that got beat by... Uh, Jeff Hardy under four minutes. Mm-hmm. Why should I care about this person? Yeah, it's I just it like there's no caring about the next generation. And I think the WWE execs need to realize that the next generation is how you stay in business. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are they preparing to get out of the business or something like that? Because normally when you try to um, continue on with your business, you are trying to bring up the next generation of who's going to continue on. John Cena is gone. The Rock is gone. Stone Cold is gone. Hulk Hogan's gone. There's but so many times you could bring back these people. 
And we see now with SummerSlam, here comes Goldberg. And every time mm-hmm. there's one of the big four that's coming out, it's either Goldberg, John Cena, The Rock, or um, Brock Lesnar Rock. who's coming back. So it's like they have to um, realize that the big names that we all grew up on and what really carried the company, they can no longer serve the company anymore. And so now you have to bring up the next John Cena. You have to bring up the next Rock, the next mm-hmm. Stone Cold. And Vince McMahon just doesn't have the trust in that. He doesn't, and we see here, if the rumor is true, he doesn't have the trust in Triple H either. Because Triple H has the idea of bringing up the next generation. Um, and it's a shame that, you know, if this is true, that he is getting blamed for what happened. Because you can't really compare a developmental company versus a company that is trying to right. be, um, you know, a main event. Right. It's two different situations, two different type of um, audiences that it's serving. And the viewers see that. Yeah, Yeah, and the the viewers viewers see that. Like, I felt as though it was great that they separated. So people who love both companies, who like both shows, they don't have to split their attention or watch one show live one night and then watch the replay another night. You know, we could all watch NXT at the same time and then catch Dynamite at the same time. Um, But it's just very confusing, especially with a lot of the releases that's going on. These are people that can make you money. Um, Bronson Reed was, you know, he had a lot of potential. I thought he was somebody that Vince McMahon would really like, you know, especially to be for his size and everything. He's young still, and he could definitely move around unlike, you know, a big guy. But I started to see the how Vince McMahon, like, views the big guys from NXT once once Keith Lee came up and they changed his moveset and they made him move around like he was Earthquake or something like that from back yep. in the day. Yep. And it's like, okay, well, you guys are constantly trying to put people into this like cookie cutter as far as you want them to move around like Hulk Hogan and all these people from back in the day where it's not that time anymore. You know, a lot of fans today, we want wrestlers, we want gimmicks that's more relatable. You know, we mm-hmm. a lot of things don't really connect. That's why Roman Reigns today is much more popular than the underdog that they were trying to push for so long. And so until Vince McMahon, you know, finally either gets somebody in his corner to like really tell him the truth, like this isn't how the the business is going to survive this way, or else, you know, we're going to keep seeing releases, unfortunately. And if it's true what they say about what they're going to do with NXT, then it's not a developmental. It's just going to be a third brand. It's going to be another Raw, unfortunately. And the thing that a lot of fans love so much, it's going to eventually go away. Man, I mean, I hope. Heavy stuff. It's heavy. It's heavy. (laughs) It it hurts my heart thinking about that. But It's real, though. That's how we come in Philly. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. It feels like there is one exception to the rule, though. There was a report about Adam Cole Mm -hmm. having a meeting with Vince and that apparently he's getting offered like a million dollar deal or something like that. We'll see. Um, I I don't know how to feel about that. Take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Adam Cole, if anybody can make it work, you know, on the main roster, I feel like Adam Cole is the guy to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Triple H's guy. I don't know how far that goes anymore, though. He's been saying that. This contradicts the rumor that they're going for this big guy, you know, right. younger and stuff because Doesn't Adam Cole sense. isn't big. He's they in his 30s. They want to go back to the OBW days. Yeah, it's yeah. like 
that it the two rumors is co- is contradicting itself. So right. it's like, what what's the truth here? You know, because I mean, it's, it's it's contradicting itself on TV because they're saying yeah. they want big young guys and they're squandering Keith Lee. They're squandering Karrion mm-hmm. Cross. They let go of Bronson Reed. They want yeah. big young guys. Like, right. how much bigger or younger can they get than them? Right. Yeah. I was listening to JD talk. She mentioned about, you know, NXT maybe just being like a third brand. That's another Raw, another SmackDown. Do you think that with AEW becoming who AEW is, that, a- that NXT just doesn't have to be that alternative anymore? We have the alternative now with the AEWs, mm-hmm. the, M- the MLWs, Impact, all the other alternatives. They don't, mm-hmm. NXT doesn't need to be that alternative anymore because before there was, that was missing on a mainstream level. So right. they kind of had, had yeah. to provide that. But now it's like, oh well, you I get you know, where you're coming from. You got the alternative, so let's just yeah. make this black and gold brand I feel our red want, brand and our blue brand. They want to cut that tree branch to the indies because that's how right, NXT right. was. You want to say they was the alternative. They was the right. first ones. They bringing all this indie talent. That's what Triple H wanted to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess when Vince came down there and saw like what's going down, like, oh, this yeah. is how y'all lost to AEW. <laughs> right. Nah, right. bro, we need right. a different name for right. this shit. So yeah, I'm gonna I, I don't sever think- that. I think it was never what NXT became was never Vince's intent. It was Triple H. Like right. Triple H made that happen, you know. Mm-hmm. And and Vince is looking at when AEW is coming coming around. He's thinking, okay, let me put you know NXT up against AEW, steal some ratings, mm-hmm. try to sabotage what they're doing, try to beat them in these Wednesday night wars. Doesn't work. And now he's like, oh well, you know, I'm done with your little project that you had going over there, son. Yeah. Like we're done with maybe, that. Maybe the and WWE name is a stigma to NXT. Like they can't be an alternative because the WWE name is so well, WWE to where they just can't the be. Think about it, and and maybe it's just me, but NXT could be an alternative, but not like it, it could be the alternative to people for people who tune into Raw and go, okay, ten minutes, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that's, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, that's how it was. Oh, you don't like watching that? Well, we're not going to be like that. Okay, I'm watching you. Yeah, and that's you still how get those was. eyes on your product that yeah. may not tune into too raw. People like because, me, yeah, look at raw but, and just go right. non pass. But right. my push back okay, to that. later. You know, but when NXT comes on, I'm like, oh, I'm watching this. You know, <laughs> like, but my pushback to that. that. I think NXT was only catering to a certain crowd, like AEW, because if you go and look at the ratings, they drastically go down from Raw to NXT. It's like almost half. Mm-hmm. It's like they're only mm-hmm. ba- barely doing half a million viewers compared yeah. to Raw through our shitty show, still pulling over a million, million point three point, yeah. million point five. It's crazy, but when you go and and see the ratings to NXT, it's like maybe a little over six hundred thousand, mm. maybe dropped to. Uh, over 500,000. Right. So it's like, I think they're only catering to a certain crowd. And now Vince McMahon wants mm-hmm. to, he, he wants to reformat it and, you know, new logo. I, I need some more eyes on this product. So I get from the business side where he's coming from. Well, but I don't sucks. know if that, yeah. see, the thing is, I don't know if I agree that it's, he wants more eyes on the product. I think he wants to just truly make it developmental. Like it was supposed to be in the beginning. Like another, mm-hmm. this company, the whole point of it is, Let's have, you know, these big young guys go there to train to then become the next guys I'm going to pull from the main roster. Not necessarily right. for TV. Now, I don't know what that's going to mean for the USA deal, but this feels like it's more like I have a certain mindset for what makes a superstar. You know, and this is this is I want you guys to focus on that, period. You know, it's not about trying to win ratings or anything like that. I don't think I, I, my fear is the way that they're going. NXT is not going to be a TV show. It's literally going to mm-hmm. be just. The, the 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 developmental 
farm farming system that they use in the background. Mm -hmm. Like we won't see it on USA, you know, after a little bit, based on what I'm hearing and seeing, you know, that 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 unfortunately, that's what I'm hoping against hope that it's not true because I think it's like the death of NXT on television oh. and we just go to, Hey, we got raw and SmackDown mm -hmm. and then you, you use NXT as a, you know, untelevised developmental place, just develop these stars. Yeah. I'll go th down there every once in a while, evaluate the talent and then pull up who I like. And that mm -hmm. basically becomes it. That's what I think. They're doing. Well, that was WWE's fault because WWE easily could have had more eyes on NXT by just simply saying, hey, you like Sasha Banks? Check out NXT. This is where she come from. Yeah. Or who all remember the most exciting Survivor Series was when NXT was involved. It was yeah. NXT versus yeah. Raw versus SmackDown. It was a big, huge push for NXT. You got to see NXT uh, wrestlers going against, you know, we had dream matches yeah. basically mm -hmm. going on around that time. Yeah. And yeah. it was a perfect opportunity for WWE to continue that and say and use you know the developmental nxt in order to introduce it to the main crowd and that's why it always confused me whenever they bring up these nxt wrestlers or bring wrestlers from nxt uk that they don't acknowledge that it's nxt it's like mm -hmm. they you know vince is trying to hide it away and like you know mm -hmm. it's like like yeah. um like it was always said vince mcmahon is in competition with himself yeah. you know it was always raw versus smackdown whenever smackdown got better you know they made a draft or something like that. Things changed. and took away these writers and stuff like that. And now you've got NXT that's doing better than both of your brands. It's on TV. It's like now he has to sabotage it instead of just letting it let it blossom. That was NXT was pretty much your biggest thing to really go against AEW. And instead of, you know, AEW was promoting the fact that it was Wednesday Night Wars and stuff like that. Whereas oh, WWE, they was continuing saying, hey, check out Raw, check out SmackDown. Oh, here's NXT on Tuesday, on Wednesdays yeah. this time. Yeah. And it's like, there was no, like, it was like they were trying to, they were like ashamed of or something because it doesn't follow the sports entertainment model that, you know, Vince McMahon loves to promote. And so still a wrestling company. it was a wrestling company. But the thing <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. NXT was always a developmental. It was the fact yeah. that it was more on, it was, it was ran like an indie company that was more related to just what's happening in the wrestling ring versus storylines. We weren't getting the storylines with the women of, oh, she's my best friend, and but I don't like you, but let's be best friends anyway, and I'm beautiful and you're not. It was something different. It was just women just wrestling and putting it all out there and getting different opportunities and stuff May like Classic. that. May Young Classic and mm -hmm. things like that, tag yep. team wrestling and stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. A lot of things that wrestling fans didn't really see on the main roster. And so Vince McMahon could have easily just, you know, kept going with that and say, hey, let's try a different model, you know, because NXT was successful before AEW came along. And, a and the reason why the numbers continue to drop is because WWE isn't putting, you know, attention on NXT. And on yeah. top of that, NXT is losing that star power because Sasha Banks is gone, Charlotte is gone, um, some, well, Samoa Joe is back down there, but a lot of people who were on the top of the game, you know, in NXT are now on the main roster. Ricochet, and where Ricochet, Finn Balor, Ricochet, you know, Alistair, you just kept pulling more. No longer have Sasha Banks era. Um, yep, yep, no yeah, longer, yeah. you know, Karrion on the on the roster. Yep. Um, there's not a lot of Finn Balor's on the main roster now. Yep. So it's just like 
NXT is losing that star power. And now that AEW has come along, AEW has, you know, different people, you know, different star power, Heyman Page and the Elite and everything like that, and John Moxley and Jericho and stuff. And everybody is, you know, going over to that because they're, you know, even though, yes, it's WWE names, but here comes Darby Allen and Hangman Page and people who you haven't seen before in WWE who is bringing in something different that's intriguing to wrestling fans. But like I said, it's all, it's WWE's fault. It's your own business. Mm -hmm. You don't know how to promote your own company properly besides the two brands. They could have easily continued the whole NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown for Survivor Series, but they only did it that one time because that one year, and then they only took over SmackDown because the other the roster was they couldn't make it back. That was at the time I was calling it. It was something special, and it's like you know what, that was really good. Let's kind of continue with that. It's just like Mm -hmm. nope, erase it, put them back on. Act like it didn't happen, right? That that Friday night, I called it Takeover Buffalo when (laughs) (laughs) Saudi Arabia and the NXT stars took over. It was Takeover Buffalo. That show was great. Yeah. And and you know I I need that gift because she's right you know the only time that WWE actually paid attention to NXT was and started bringing their their guys down to NXT was for that Survivor Series and that was one of the few times mm-hmm. NXT beat AEW in the ratings throughout that whole whatever you want to call it head to head war whatever mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they just stopped mm-hmm. and it was like but wait this was working like like keep <laughs> it going you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's a couple of things we need to like kind of like remember about WWE is that even when WCW was out, WWE has always been production over the top glitz and glam when oh, yeah. WCW and WA was more of like the nitty gritty professional mm-hmm. wrestling company. Right. Mm-hmm. And so now we've had 20 years of them being Kleenex. Coca-Cola, Vaseline, right? Mm-hmm. When you think of pro wrestling, it's Google. the WWE's at Google, <laughs> yeah. right? They got Ask Jeeves out of here. No pro wrestling is, right? So, you know, 20 years of that, that is what the identity is. And also, like, we got to remember, too, like, us, the five of us and the people who are watching this, we're a vocal minority, but we're still a minority as mm-hmm. far as the fanship of what this whole pro wrestling True. thing is yep. so we're very vocal yeah nxt was great but like dev said it's only getting a fraction of the actual viewing mm-hmm. um the people who are spending money with wwe they're not as critical as we are I and they're still spending the money right they don't care mm-hmm. about our opinions they care they're about definitely more passionate i'll give them that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just I yeah. wish I wish that at some point they would have because Devin brought this up a couple times, you know, during our debates on this, that they would have, say, put uh, NXT in a bigger arena and gave it more of a look yeah. similar to a Raw and a SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And let's just see what happens. I think, yeah. honestly, you know, in my heart, Vince was a little bit afraid of what that would have looked like to admit that, hey, Triple H, you got something over here that's better exactly. than my brand. Yeah. If I give you all this, yeah. it might actually be better than Raw and SmackDown. I don't think yeah. you wanted to see that. So yeah. It might make it seem like you need to take over. You know, <laughs> Right, exactly. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> or was so, there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, oh, cool. Man. So... You know, a little bit of NXT chat right there. We'll see what happens, what the future holds. Fingers crossed. Come on, keep it around. Keep it around. I'm still um, excited for TakeOver. I'm still yes, excited for yes, TakeOver. Let's go. TakeOver 36 coming up, man. Can't wait for that. 
Um, let's get into SummerSlam 2021. All right. So the first match we're going to talk about is a match that we kind of don't even have official yet. Uh, as of this recording, we still got a week uh, full of, of wrestling still to decide some of the last few matches. Uh, there's one match on here that I'm pretty sure is going to get made. Uh, Dom, you mentioned maybe hmm. thought it wasn't going to get made. So we'll talk about this. as sure. The Raw Tag Team Championship match, potentially. Uh, we would have the team of AJ and Omas uh, going against Randy and Riddle. <laughs> Andre, <bro. laughs> With eight A's. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, Dom, are you are – you, you're not sold that we're gonna get this match. Is that that's where you're at right with this right now? I mean, after what Randy did to Matt, are we are they really gonna stay together? Like like see that was a, that was a love RKO. That's what smiled. I'm saying. And he smiled at the end. He patted his <laughs> head. Yeah, you was. gotta look at the small right. things. You can't overlook yeah. that same thing to edge last year. How they do it now. <laughs> but that was out of you know, that was out of viciousness. This was just out of love. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna give you an RK out of love, bro. No, man, you've seen, you've seen Riddle on TV, right? He's kind of annoying. Like, like this but is one the of the times I don't blame Randy, and I don't like Randy. Like, not at that's all. That's probably got something to do with it, then. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it impartial. I'm just saying, like, like oh, I feel man. for Randy because there's Riddle with all his bros and his scooters and his yogurts and whatever the hell you're just sitting there. <laughs> and eventually, I, I'm amazed it took this long. No wonder he was away. He was like, "No, uh, I can't be here, this dude. Yeah. No, oh, you don't bring me back. Oh, fuck. The- <laughs> <laughs> well, you just done, son. I'm out." <laughs> uh. No, man, I think that was a love RKO, man. He's just saying, all right, all right. I think this was more of an example of the old story of the scorpion and the frog, you know? Like, what did you expect? Mm. I'm a scorpion. What did you expect? This is what it is. (laughs) I don't care. What did you expect? inevitable. (laughs) (laughs) We can be bros, I guess. All right, let's go for your sex. Oh, man. He jumped him in. He jumped him in. There you go. I'll say Blood in, blood out. If we do get this tag team match, we don't end up with something like Riddle and RKO at SummerSlam. Then, then I will probably take AJ and Omos because they'll, if they ain't broke up by then, they will be afterwards. <laughs> oh man, okay. So you got AJ and Omos as your pick. All right, cool, yeah. cool. All right, then let's keep going with tag team. let's keep I going really with did. the predictions on that. Then um, let's see, Juve, man, who you got? You know, I hadn't considered that AJ and Omos could win until he said AJ and Omos could win. <laughs> 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 I was like, and he, he said, I was like, huh, you know what? That is a possibility. Because there's still the story of like, we haven't even seen Omos get knocked down yet. Mm-hmm. No. Like, he's never even right. lit his feet. And so maybe a little bit. You see him fell. He went to his knee during the Viking race. But he's never, you're right. Uh, the drunken Homer. <laughs> right. We should call it Salsa. Salsa. The three of but us like, were doing that on a lost tape. So, like, maybe that's something that Randy Orton and, and Matt Riddle can achieve, you know, knocking down Omos. And then maybe they, what they do, creates tension within AJ Styles' Omos. That's their first bit of. Uh, you know, dissension in their in their team. They've not lost anything. It's only been, you know, wins, wins, and wins and, and success. Um, but yeah, I think we've just seen a, a just a, a case of Stockholm syndrome. Matt Riddle's gonna be like, look, man, I know 
I know it can be a little annoying sometimes, but like, still be my bro, right? And yeah, so I think Stockholm uh, syndrome, abusive relationship. Yeah, right. You change, Randy. <laughs> right. He did it because he loves me. Yes, right. Yeah. So as someone, he's going to go to counseling. It's going to work out. The band's going to make it. Exactly. He swears. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So at SummerSlam, if we see this happen, I see new tag champs. I, I, I would love to see the pop from the crowd because this mm -hmm. is an entertaining storyline. Um, I just think there's a lot of story that can be told with with Randy and, and Matt Riddle as tag champs. The yes. not quite like the Kurt Angle Benoit tag champs who really don't like each other, yeah. but a, a spin on the two partners that don't get along, but one wants to get along so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Please love me, love me. Yes. 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 The, like, Steve, like Steve, the Urkel, the Steve Urkel and Laura Winslow tag champs. Yep, so, there you go. Juvie, Juvie. Are, are you saying this is gonna be like the new rock and sock connection? Basically, I love it. I yep. love it. Yeah, there you go. I love it. There it Sorry, is. it's a podcast. Yes, matching flip flops, matching scooters. I mean, you already had Riddle doing the RKO, you know, right? Yes, you had Mick yeah. Foley trying yep. to do the people's elbow. Yeah. <laughs> I never put that together. Yep, rock is, it is decided. This yes. Yes. It just popped into the mind of a psycho oh. while we, while Juby was talking about it. I love it. That's how it works. <laughs> oh, so Juby, that's awesome. Yeah, man. We got Riddle, uh, Rand, Randy, and Randy. Riddle. <laughs> Randall Chief, Randall Chief, shout out to me, <laughs> JD, who you got? Oh, well, it's very interesting because um, Juby brought up a good point, though. Moss never actually like went down. It got knocked down. So at first I was going with Randy and uh, Riddle. Um, but it's like, you know, it's it'll be a tale of two things. It'll be them overcoming Omas unless AJ takes the pin. Or I, I thought, you know, they'll get the titles just to continue on this, like, love-hate relationship that they got going on with uh, Riddle just wanting to be partners with Randy so bad that, you know, I feel like if they were to win the titles, it'll be just like another notch on that storyline. Um, so it may be wrong, but I'll go with Randy and Riddle to uh, take the mm. win somehow. Awesome. I, don't, I think so. I think it'll be AJ that might take the pen or something like that. I can see that. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys, man. RK Bro, I see them winning. Um, Omos has his own theme song now, so I feel like they're gonna they're slowly getting him ready for a singles run. Which I think for AJ, I'm actually really excited to see AJ back on his own again potentially. Yeah. Um, and also too, you know, with this draft coming up, maybe I get my dream scenario where we get AJ Styles and Finn Balor on the same damn show. Oh, Can we get I that, you. please? I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, hey, if Adam Cole decides to go to the main roster, you put all three of them together. Oh, hey, oh, that's it. Don't tease as me like that. Tease me like that. As long as we're good. Yes, it has yes. to be on SmackDown. Yes, it would have to be on SmackDown. Yeah, too grown. They're too grown for Raw. It would have to be on SmackDown. My kid don't even like Raw. It would have to be SmackDown. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So Randy, Randy, and then Riddle. It is for me. Randy and Riddle. So Devin. Yes. Last but not least, who you got? Of course, I'm gonna go with RK, bro. Uh, I, I see this. They teased a little bit of 
of uh, Monday Night Raw where Randy and uh, Riddle was trying to give almost the RK, RKO. So mm-hmm. I think because of that tease is going to lead up to a double RKO from the mm. RK Bros on Almost, and that's mm. how we get our finish. I like that. So, wow. yeah, I like yeah, that. It is so you think, you think Almost yeah, like takes the pin? He's going to take the pin. Take it's going to make it believable if he that's does. Bold. If you if you do the double RKO, so you got yeah. Riddle and uh, Randy on each side. They do it. it yeah. It'll be believable. I'm like, okay, yeah. you could take okay. a pin off of that. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 That's hey, angry AJ, cocky angry AJ that Omos cost him the titles. That's a great story. There we there. go. There oh, we like, go. That great story. Like and that's that. how they split. But I think it's the reverse, though. I think that it'll be AJ takes the pin and Omos blames AJ for them losing hmm. and then destroys AJ down the road. Like, I feel like they're trying to build Omos to be this monster character. Mm-hmm. So you keep him as a guy who's never been pinned, never been beat. It's AJ's fault. He kicks AJ to the curb. Like I said, he's got his own music. You keep building that guy up. Don't carry and cross him and have him lose like out of nowhere like this. Make it mean something. That's what I'm wanting. So we'll see. We'll see. I have to acknowledge the tribal chief of podcasting for that answer because that was bold. And, and he just stood up, stood up here and told us like because I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. <laughs> He went out on a limb further than any of us. He was teetering on that branch, and he didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) Is what it is, man. Sometimes I see the little things. (laughs) Dude, yes. I appreciate you for that, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go over to the SmackDown Tag Team Championship matchup. We've got the Usos versus the Mysterios. All right, and then, uh, Devin, why don't you start us off with this one, man? Who you got? I got Usos retaining, I think... We're going to get a little dissension. <laughs> I, know, I, don't, I already know where you're going. Because I want this, man. Damn it, I want this. Ray Mysterio mm-hmm. is getting on his son. like, son, you've been fucking up, bro. All right? Been fucking up, man. Always, every week, been telling him, been fucking up. All right? I'm telling Dom, Dominic is ready to just turn on his dad. <laughs> Just knock his ass out, hit his chest, Uncle Eddie's son. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uncle Eddie's son. (laughs) And there we go. We will get it. Oh, man. All right, man. Uso's retaining. Uso's retaining. (laughs) Dominic turning on Ray. You see that happening here? Yes. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Well, I do not see him turning on his his head. (laughs) Actually, I was watching on SmackDown, too. And I'm looking, I'm like, are they getting ready to turn him? I'm like, they better not. Because I don't mm-hmm. think he has the confidence to really pull off being a heel. Mm-hmm. Like, it just feels a little bit awkward. Him as a face works. You know, he's just this nice kid going out there. He's trying his best. He's with his dad. Like, I can get behind that. You know, the kids can get behind it. You know, parents with the kids are like, yeah, you know, it's like me and my son. That's cool. But, like, you turn him heel, and he's trying to cut promos and trying to be this tough guy. I'm not going to buy that shit. Right. You kidding me? Little Dominic? No way. <laughs> but if he's playing off of his dad, it might feel more natural, man. He might feel comfortable to, to go to be heel, to uh, go uh, against his dad. Anybody else, it might look weird. But to go against his dad, I can see that, man. No, man. They, they could I want write the chaos. It. They could. I know you want the chaos, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> they could write that. But I just – I don't think he, at this point in his career – has that confidence to really pull off that heel character to really make that work. Like he just, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And I don't want to see it. Not yet. Maybe down the road, 
you know, maybe give them some more years in the business, you know, more years to build up that confidence. And then you can pull off this storyline. But right now, eh, I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But with all that said, I've got the Usos retaining as well. I feel like it's it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that they're going to win this matchup. So I'm picking the Usos to retain the SmackDown championships. J.D., who you got? I also have the Usos retaining. Um, I don't think. I don't think Dominic will be a good heel. <laughs> I mean, it may work if he like tries to play the rebellious teenager or something like that. But he just got that face of like a fifteen-year-old, and it's just like it's not believable. Like even if you say, "Dad, I don't want to do this," like he looks like he looks like the kid that always listens to dad. Like he seems like the dad's boy. Always, you know, tells on his sister or what she did. Oh, you wow. Know. <laughs> you know. She's texting Murphy again. Exactly. on Snapchat. I'm waiting for the Usos. Fire. <laughs> I'm waiting Sorry. for the Usos to turn on each other so we can finally get a oh, Uso. Man. Uso root. Because uh, we never seen that before. That's true. We haven't That's seen true. them go against each other. Mm. Um, but I feel as though they're still going to retain to continue on the, you know, as far as the tribal clan going. So, yeah. yeah. I- I'm still mad that we didn't get Jimmy versus Jay Uso in some kind of match with Roman Reigns on a throne in the background, like <laughs> in the middle of Mortal Kombat, at least two fights. <laughs> you know, right? That women fanning him. Especially in Vegas, that would be perfect. Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Juvie, who you got? Uh, Dom cannot be a heel. Uh, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you say, yeah, I, I say, can. Oh, no, the got, other one. Never mind. He ain't even got no fuzz, <laughs> like, no facial hair. And I, listen, I've I got the six hairs myself. So, like, I get it, right? His tattoos look like he bought them from, like, the 25 cent store. Like, he can't. He can't, right? He's just, he's not built for that. Unless he's, like, unless he's, like, a weaselly heel, like, just a weaselly, like, Seth Rollins esque. Heel from like 2014, 15, maybe, but he ain't got the in ring talent for that Mm -hmm. to be that heel, right? What I would like to see, because you're right, that eventually that's gonna have to that's gonna have to split up. Something's gonna happen, yeah. Uh, Because listen, if I'm Rey Mysterio, I'm not just gonna keep riding on my on my son's back. (laughs) Literally, okay. Oh man, man. you grow that man. Stop (laughs) right, like uh, son. No, I'm not gonna have that. Jurassic Express in reverse. Yeah, right. Seriously. if, if that were to happen, what I would rather see is Dominic, like, sitting pops down, like, Pop, I love you. I got to do my own thing. I like that. Yeah. And maybe they have, like, a series of, like, respect matches, uh, which would still be tough to see. Yeah. But I'd rather see Dominic, you know what I'm saying? Like, Pop, you like, I love you, but, like, I got to make this happen. Mm-hmm. I make this happen. Now, I don't know if he's got the cachet to stand up on his own like that. Um, but it'd be at least you know some some we could try out. Yep. Um, but yeah, the Usos, Usos are taking this. Um, absolutely. There's really no reason to do the hot shot. There's nothing more I think we can do with them Mysterios as tag champions. Um, I love the un- the underlying story of like the tribal chief, the family, right? The bloodline mm-hmm. taking out another family. Tribal chief. Yes. Dude, let's get rid of this family. Let's break them up so we can be mm-hmm. the dominant family. It's like a- 
it's like a mafia war. Exactly. Godfather exactly. stuff. Going to the mattresses. And shit. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You know, dominate this family, get this family it. out the way, so that now we can go to another family in the Street Profits. I was about to say this. Street oh Profits. wow, Bianca yeah. Belair, Naomi. If listen, Ooh. I've been with Naomi. They broke up the hurt business. I was like, okay, but, get you know, let's, let's, get her, let's get her on SmackDown. But yeah, uh, give me a whole a whole season's worth of USO Street Profits in in some yeah. kind of form or fashion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll pay for Peacock again. I can't stand Peacock. I'll pay for Peacock. <laughs> you and me both, bro. Yeah. Season fourteen, <laughs> season fifteen of SummerSlam. I'm sick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I oh yeah, they got that shit in the seasons. What the fuck is this, man? What the fuck is this? I digress. <laughs> you all know of anything about wrestling? Like, what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> He's 15, <laughs> episode one of SummerSlam. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, what? what? Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Dom, who you got? Oh, man. Well, well, I got the Usos retaining in this match again because we've seen this match. I don't know how many times, but but let the Usos retain. And and to Hafiz's point, everybody's saying that this kid can't be a, can't be a heel. What if, what if, considering this kid has been in a wrestling family since the womb and around Ray and Eddie and everything, what if this goober gimmick is just that, a gimmick? And all of a sudden, Lil Dom pulls a Kaiser Soze and just goes Aww. straight dirt heel after oh, swerving his father. It'd be amazing. Okay. It would be. That's what I I'm just saying. don't believe it, it's going to happen. I don't think I, I'm just saying it would be mind-blowing. Yeah. So I would love to see it hey. happen. Like, he just swerves the shit out of his he father. He showed with a full beard in two weeks. He's, right. he's, he's Dominic Guerrero. And the only other thing I want to add to the That's conversation is when when Juvie said 25-cent tats, I pictured him outside of Walmart putting coins in. Get the water. Put the water on it. If he pulls a Kaiser Soze, I, especially at SummerSlam, and then down the road becomes like the biggest dirt heel on SmackDown, yeah. I will love him forever. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be yeah. great to see. No oh, man, that would be great TV. That would be. Do I believe it? No, but that would be no. great TV. <laughs> the one that's half it, of the fun. But I'm saying hey, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, let's move on to a match uh, with no title on the line. Uh, but there is some some hostilities. The the way that this matchup came up came together is just hilarious. Over text messages not being responded to fast enough, <laughs> you know, and biking trips being lost and swords and all this stuff. Oh it's been gosh. goofiness, but you know we're here. It's how we build a story in twenty. This is how we do it in WWE twenty twenty one. Jinder Mahal, <laughs> Devin's guy. Jinder Mahal, Drew McIntyre. Oh man, this has been something. So Dom, we're gonna kick it right back to you. Who you got in this matchup? I, I have no faith in the gender taker, so give me Drew. And, and, and I'm like, I, Drew has been putting me to sleep with stories. Gender has been uh, showing up on motorcycles. I don't know what the hell is going on. It's just it, literally just dartboard every week. Okay, gender is on a motorcycle and steals Drew's uh, sword. Okay, go. <laughs> like in Gorilla, and the two of them are standing there waiting to figure out what's going on. They just start running. Like just, just give me Drew and get this over with, please. <laughs> That's fair enough. Fair enough. Juvie, who you got? 
I ain't got a lot for this one, man. Uh, the, the, the <laughs> I don't Drew, think most of us will, honestly. Man, you got less than me. The Drew, <laughs> the Drew train, um, you know, we talked a lot on the hard game. The Drew train, it's it's been just, just I don't know what it is. It's I don't crazy. know what it is. Off the rails. Um, you know, on one hand, you know, Drew, he had the, well, he had a couple reigns. This would be a great time for him to be like, okay, he's a former multiple-time champion. Let's put over Jinder Mahal and maybe reestablish Jinder Mahal as somebody to be reckoned mm. with. Mm. But, like... Talking uh, to Devin right now. Listen, listen, when he beat Randy Orton, I was in the living room. I loved it. Like, let's do this. I know injuries, multiple, multiple injuries have derailed that. Um, imaginary coin. Bow, bow, bow. Let's uh, let's go with Drew. We'll take, we'll take Drew. Let's go with Drew. <laughs> JD, who you got? Um, I was also on the gender train when he won. Uh, I loved it because it was something different. Yes. It was. It was something different. <laughs> Everybody asked for something different. We got something different. And people didn't like it. I was like, look, don't hinder the gender. There you go. Just call me the hinder taker. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he was the champ and everything. He had great entrance music still. Um, but for this one, I think it's going to go to Drew McIntyre, even though it would be interesting. It, it could go either way if, you know, if there's interference um, mm -hmm. and, you know, that would cause Drew to win. But I'm going to go with uh, Drew on this one. I will say Veer and Shanky, they, they're always mm -hmm. right there, yeah. right side. You never yeah. know. Molly was always, man. They be eating their eating veggies. Man. <laughs> <laughs> just saying their prayers, taking their vitamins, all that. If they were going to move, if they were going to move in their shirt, couldn't they just let Malcolm Bivens go with them? Man. I love that dude. Yeah. I've loved that dude He's since the Stokely days. Can't, could they just could they just move him him up with them and not put him with the diamond? No. <laughs> <laughs> What's oh, left of man. them? Yeah. yeah, man. So um, on me, I, I got Drew. I got Drew winning this matchup. You know, I just I, I guess the only question is, are they going to do anything with this whole him almost using the sword thing? Like, of course, mm -hmm. you can't really use can't the sword. Anybody? But, Right, but they keep teasing it, and I'm like, "What would they do though? Just stop! Like, what would they do though? The closest like, thing is, is okay. Is so Drew gonna stab day, him? Back in the day, Val Venus did have a situation. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, choppy, 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 choppy. They blacked it out. Uh, you know, Peacock so. doesn't recognize that segment. They do not. <laughs> Peacock is like that segment. Don't go here. Okay. Chill out. We're trying to say he's going to murder somebody. All right. But no, nah, Drew. I got Drew winning this matchup. Dev is on to you, Dev. So I guess everybody's on the side of that fence. We're going to have fun with the pick. Do it. Summer we on the other side. I feel like <laughs> yes. I gender. Yes. Let's go. I got your back. I'm one of the few gender fans. I'm rooting for you, bro. You got this. Use your people, too. If you need help, yeah, damn it, it, get the help you need and get that dub over Drew. I'm with you. It. it is decided. I ain't going back on that pick. Can we pretend like it's the NFL Network for a minute make him howl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
I love it. I love it. You went with your heart. That's how you do it, man. Or, or awesome. is this too wrestling and he'll go broke after this because he's lonely? Oh, man. All right. On to another matchup uh, without a title on the line. But, you know, this one in terms of story, this one in terms of just hype, I'm I'm all here for it. It's Edge versus Seth freaking Rollins. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. This matchup might be – it might mm-hmm. be the show stealer. Could be the match tonight for me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one I'm, I'm probably the mm-hmm. most hyped about. So can't <laughs> wait for this one. Devin, pass it off to you. Uh, who you got in this match, sir? Start with me, sir. This is a snake draft. I see what you're doing. This is a snake draft. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I love what Seth is doing. <laughs> and that promo that he kicked off. I don't know if you saw SmackDown tonight, but that promo that he did, you saw it, you saw it. He came with video Video evidence to prove that he is not Edge Light. (laughs) (laughs) Everything Edge did, Seth did it better. I was like, you know what? And I see no lines in anything. I was like, you know, Edge cast on what New Year's Revolution, but Seth, he cast in WrestleMania. I'm like, that stays in my mind. I forgot about what Mm -hmm. Edge did, bro. That was a nice three man tag team. Yeah. But I was in the shield. Dominant three man tag team of all time. Oh, that trio was cute. You know what I was in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Get evidence to the court. Uh, yes. Right. Yes. Right. yes. 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 And he didn't even have to grease JBL's palm. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Seth. It, honestly, it can go either way. You know, it's no title on the line, but this story's been impeccable, man. Yeah. I'm loving this story. So, but. I love what Seth Seth is doing. He's next man up whenever he gets that uh, universal title. So I'm going to go with Seth, bro. It is decided for me. All right, man. I love it. I love it. You know, Seth's my guy, man. I've just been loving everything that this man has been doing. You know, with the with the Messiah that he was doing before, with um, now with the with the visionary, you know, just embrace the vision. It's just been awesome. Um, promos on point. Love what this man is doing. I just feel like... <laughs> Edge having taken that L to Roman, they're not going to give him another one here to Seth. I don't think so, unless he's taking some kind of extended break again. We'll see. But I feel like this is the beginning of this is the start of something here between Edge and and Seth. I think mm. this matchup will carry over, and you know, next pay per view we'll get some kind of you know how WWE does. You know, they yeah. like to rehash the same yeah. old match over and over and over to his bed. Yeah. So we'll see this 10 times before this feud is over. Yep. I'll tell you right now. We run ass wrestling. Dude, right? <laughs> also known as Raw. Raw. Right? <laughs> next one will be in the cage. Uh, you know, candlestick. Yep. Exactly. One after that's going to be Punjabi prison. You know, (laughs) they're doing it all. So I got I got Edge winning this one. I think what's going to happen is Edge wins the match, but Seth gets the last laugh after the bell. Uh, Maybe he does the curb stomp to him after the fact. You know, and then walks out. You know, laughing and doing his thing. So you know, Edge with the win, but. Uh, one, of those, Seth, one of those, he won the battle, but he didn't win the war scenario. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. that's, okay. that's what I see. That's what I see. Coming. That's classic right there. Hey, man. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Good point. JD, who you got? Um, I also feel like it can go either way. I feel like even if it, whatever way it goes, if they want to continue the story, they can easily continue the story. 
So if um, Seth wins, then Edge will like, you know, you got over on me or, you know, something simple or something like that. Um, but you can't beat me in this type of match. Or if Edge was to win, or Seth Rollins was to, or Edge was to win, then you know Seth Rollins could get the last laugh and does his famous laugh that he loves to do when he's a heel. Um, but I think that <laughs> I don't know it because I don't know if Edge is taking time off or something like that because you know he could go from SummerSlam and come back at the Royal Rumble or something. So I think I'm gonna go with. I'll go with Seth Rollins on this one because he could easily cheat or something like that to win, right. you know, introduce mm-hmm. a chair or something like that, do a curve stop on the chair and then win the match that way. So I'm going to go with uh, Seth Rollins. Awesome, Good awesome. Pick. Good pick. <laughs> <laughs> Plus the suits. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. Suits on point. Honestly, honestly, when I'm watching this matchup, I'm, I'm rooting for the drip god. I'm rooting for him. <laughs> you know, I'm picking the who's going to win based off of, uh, I think, just storyline-wise, this is what I'm seeing. But my heart, I want Seth to win this match. I'll tell you right now. Juvie, who you got? I got to ask first, who's drippier, Seth Rollins or John Morrison? Oh man, Seth Rollins. Uh, Who's Seth Rollins right now? I think it's Seth, Seth, Seth Rollins. Yeah. I had to ask. I had to get a tough. Seth Rollins drip on another Johnny point. Johnny's moist. There's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Good Perfect. point. I had to get a temp real quick. Um, yeah, this could really go either way, man. Um, I really like the idea of Edge winning and then Seth Rollins maybe curb stomping and write him off TV. Just because I mean, he's an inconsistent performer. So maybe, you know, like run off TV for a couple weeks. He could show up on a random SmackDown. Like, yo, yep. remember me? Like, it's not over, son. Let's get it going. Yep. Um, SummerSlam, along with like WrestleMania, right? One of the tent pole events. So I'm seeing a lot more like, and Edge is a legacy act, which we've mm-hmm. talked about too. Yes. This is a great chance for Seth Rollins to win, but I think if Seth Rollins wins, I would love a stipulation match. I love a good two out of three falls match. Maybe that's the rematch, something like that. Mm-hmm. I think for Seth Rollins to really get a victory, I think it would be on one of the lesser pay-per-views, mm. not necessarily on a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam. And I think Seth Rollins is 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 almost Teflon. He could take a loss and come oh, back. Yeah. We, ain't, yeah. we ain't seen Cesaro yeah. since. When's the last time we seen Cesaro? Roman You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? I think we got a great chance for matching tonight here, but I'm going with Edge in front of that huge crowd at that huge event. And uh, let's keep this thing going. Run it back. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Great yeah. pick. Great pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two and two on this one. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, damn. Um, I got to break the time. Yeah. It's on you. Why are you going to put the pressure on me, guys? Hey. Hey. You psycho. <laughs> what did I do to y'all? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, like, I, uh, I, I absolutely love Seth Rollins. Yes, he's got the drip. Yes, he runs out looking like a CrossFit Scarface on a weekly basis. And, I, and, and, and I'm saying that with all the respect in the world because I appreciate it. I love the look. I love, the, I love what he's doing. It beats the hell out of the Messiah. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, I'm going to go a little step further than Hafiz. He said, Mike, this will steal the show at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Book it. Like, I guaranteed. Like there will not be a better match than Seth versus Edge. Um, 
I'm also I'm also feeling like it's not the last time we're going to see it, but it might be the last time for a while. Yeah. Because I'm thinking this is a match where Seth will win, and then he will go cross the line after the after the match, and just end up having Edge like laid out, and we won't see him for weeks, maybe even months. And then who knows? Maybe Survivor Series, Edge comes yeah. back and says, "Hey, remember me? <laughs> <laughs> like you tried to break my neck to get the authority back, then you tried to break my neck again. Maybe you know in this scenario <laughs> in SummerSlam, you tried to break my neck again. I'm still here." You won't go. You won't try for the third strike, homie. <laughs> <laughs> so I got Seth in a good, in a great match, just to kind of ease Edge off of TV, so he can kind of mend up a little bit. Because he's been busy, and, and he ain't even supposed to be back. We thought he was done. All oh, this yeah. is bonus time. Yeah. <laughs> so let the man go home a little bit, spend a little time with Beth and the kids, get himself ready for the next big match, and then come back maybe Survivor Series or, or just before and lead us up into that. All right, all right, cool, cool. So broke the tie, 3-2, Seth Rollins, unanimous uh, on this. But, hey, you know, it's all right, Juvie. Hey, we tried. We tried. Right, they'll, they'll, they'll see. Give them a couple days. Give them a couple days. They'll find out. What can I say? Wiser minds prevailed. I don't know. <laughs> right, there we go. Yep, give, give it a couple days. Yep. We go see. We go see. No doubt. Oh, man. All right. Let's go to the United States Championship mm. matchup. All right, we got Sheamus defending the title. What, what we call him? Street Fight Sheamus? What, what's the? Bar Fight Sheamus. Bar Fight Sheamus. Bar there fight we go. Sheamus. <laughs> I call him O'Doyle. Is that bad? O'Doyle. Oh, O'Doyle. Because every time I see him, every time I see him hit the curtain and do the whole fella thing, I'm just screaming, O'Doyle, roll! Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, well, either way, hey, you know what? He's having a good time, and I'm enjoying the the whole yeah. look and feel, his character now. Like, it's, it's cool, man. Just go ahead and have fun, Sheamus. It's awesome. Um, even with no, the mask, cool. it would be cool. Um, and the arrow guy, the arrow guy, Damian Priest. Yeah, the <laughs> guy. Yep, that's what you dubbed him. The, the, the man now, that survived the zombie down. apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> I went yeah. from not being a fan, thinking, ah, this is too much too soon when he was on NXT, to generally rooting for the guy, feeling like, you know what, man, Damian Priest, you all right. So, <laughs> you know, we, we, we there now. So these two guys going at it for the United States Championship. Dom, start with you. Who do you got winning this matchup? Okay, okay. I, I feel like Sheamus has had this title for a while now. And, and in that time, he really hasn't done much with it. Have you noticed that? There's been a lot of beatings yeah. of, of Umberto Carrillo. Yeah. And, and, and now we've got a match on a SummerSlam card that was a pre-show match of another pay-per-view. I don't think it was Money in the Bank maybe before. I can't remember which one. I just know it was there. Yeah, it was because <laughs> we was talked about it. And we talked about it, but they never did the match. They never did that match. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it. Maybe I should turn. Maybe I should tune into pre-shows. Then my bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I feel like at this point, it's got to be Damian Priest time because they just don't seem to know what to do with Sheamus and that title outside of beat up beat up Umberto Carrillo, mm-hmm. beat him up week after week after week from yeah. April all the way up to last week. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And so, like, at, at least with Priest, then maybe you get some, you know, maybe you get some fresh blood, some new, some new matchups, and maybe you get Sheamus more into the title picture because we haven't talked about Lashley and Goldberg, but eventually, once we get by that, somebody's going to have to challenge at the next pay per view. And he and Sheamus had some damn good matches, so maybe now's the time he drops the title, gives Damien, and then moves forward into maybe being a contender for Bobby's title. Mm. 
Okay, okay. Like, I'm not I'm knocking like, Seamus. I love him. O'Doyle really does rule. I'm just saying, <laughs> time, you know, take him from the mid-card and kick him up a notch. You oh, know? man. Cool, cool. So we got the, the first pick there for Damian Priest. Juvie, who you got? This match really, like, we know Raw has been, like, literally the redheaded stepchild compared to SmackDown. But this match right here really, like, is telling me, listen, man, when this draft comes, <laughs> y'all better get rid of one make, of these guys. Make something happen. Like, you gotta, you gotta even it out. Like, that's three, that's three hours. <laughs> right. That's three hours on Monday. Y'all gotta even this out, right? So, Seamus, yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the U.S. title feels like it's just been kind of quiet since he won it at, from, from Riddle at Mania. But we got to give Seamus some props. Like, he's been putting on slappers ever since the Thunderdome era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, to yeah. put him in the it's, – it's almost like it's a curse being so great because you could put him anywhere. Mm-hmm. And now, I was surprised when he beat Riddle. And I would be surprised to see him as, like, a true contender in the world, in, the, in the, you know, the heavyweight championship. Uh, picture, but it makes sense. Like you put him anywhere, yeah. and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, this might be a little bit of a sleeper. A little bit of a sleeper. I will okay. say that Damian Priest had—he falls into the Bronson Reed category for me. Mm. I've <laughs> never. I'm like, okay, uh, oh, uh, archery. Ooh, <laughs> light it on fire. <laughs> oh, I got tight. I got buttons right? for this too, if you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, but for me, they clearly see something, Damian Priest, because not too many people are gonna get the slot that he got with Bad Bunny mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. And so yeah. this being, you know, he didn't get this shot at Extreme Rules. I mean, well, Extreme Rules, he had the whole the, the zombie thing going on, but they're, they're they're putting him in some kind of important positions. So I think at SummerSlam, they, they try to cash in a little bit. I think we got a new U.S. champion, Damian Priest. Cool, cool, cool. J.D., you're up. Yeah, I'm also going to go with uh, Damian Priest. You know, Sheamus did a good job. He really did. But, you know, it's just so much that he can do as far as beating up everybody. And, um, you know, I think it's time for him to move on to something different, whatever that may be, you know, between this time, between now and uh, Royal Rumble, it's this – time where you know storylines start to kind of drag out to or it's like little filler type of um feuds that we're going to have here so i think that Seamus is just going to go on and uh feud with somebody else but i definitely see damian priest winning the title i'm one of the people who's actually like you know oh wow archery Nobody likes it. He goes like Nobody this. Yo, when Hafiz first saw that, he was straight trashing that. He was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> Arrow guys. Yeah. Luke Harper did it better. Luke Harper did it better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, um, I'm a bit of a fan of his, but, you know, I knew that it won't really translate well once you get to the main roster. Um, but I'm going to go with Damian Priest to win the title here and we'll see where he goes as far as, you know, who he's going to feud next. And I'm hoping that he'll get some more of, the, of a serious feud because so far it's been, you know, with Bad Bunny and now it's The Miz and John Morrison with the, uh, you know, the drip sticks and all that stuff. So I'm hoping that, you know, he'll be taken a little bit more seriously um, instead of doing these like, you know, these comedic feuds that, 
we've been getting. So, you know, instead of making him, turning him into the next Rick Grimes, you know, let's, let's see him get a little bit more serious here, you know? And I'm going to go with Damien on this one. Oh, <laughs> I just realized we're going to work better SummerSlam for... without The Miz. Like, when's the last time we said a SummerSlam without The Miz? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of messing damn me up zombies, right now. Man. The damn zombies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would better for Cameron Grimes than Damian Priest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. NXT did it better. What a shock. <laughs> this, this matchup, you know, this was like a, a slam dunk pick for me. But then, I don't know. I feel like rec the recent week's promos from Damian Priest got me a little worried about how this might go. Like, Damian Priest, I feel like he's been, you know, great ever since moving up to the main roster and teaming Bad Bunny. And he, he seems like he fits. But, you know, when that crowd started chanting, uh, what was it? We Want Wyatt or CM Punk CM during Punk. that, yeah. that mm -hmm. Miss TV segment. He seemed a little rattled. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, come on, man. Come on. Come on. Like, find yourself. Find yourself. <laughs> he did. But I felt mm -hmm. it. It was a little awkward. And then even this, this right, <laughs> this past Raw was all new to him, him you know? and, uh, yeah. Yeah. and Sheamus, you know, that back and forth. I was like, I didn't feel that like, oh, yeah, okay, now it's his time. It just felt like he was saying the words, but he didn't truly believe it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, man, I don't know. Like, if, if anybody back there, Vince is picking up on what I'm seeing here, and they're like, well, maybe he's not ready yet. They could decide to say just, hey, let's have Sheamus retain this championship. So I'm a little nervous about them actually pulling the trigger and giving this man a shot. I'm going to pick him to win, <laughs> but I'm concerned. <laughs> but what's the slam dunk is now, you know, not necessarily, yeah. you know, so, so easy. And I'm also kind of dreading to, um, so my brother actually um, has had a problem with the fact that we've seen Damian Priest versus John Morrison over and over and over and over and over again. And even these last two weeks, it was the same thing. Again, he's going against Morrison. We're like, what? He texted me. He's like, are they trolling me right now? I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Like, they did this last week, too. He's like, you for real? And so my fear, too, is even if Damian Priest does win, his first opponent for that United States Championship might have to be Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. You know it's going to be. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. Come on. Like so search your feelings, that, fans. You know I, it to be true. I should be rooting for Sheamus on that, just for that. But <laughs> I'm gonna go with Damian Priest. I'm gonna stick oh, with Damian Priest. Man. Damn, Damian Priest, huh? <laughs> yeah. See, it's unanimous that? here, huh? Hey, uh -huh. everybody's uh -huh. on that on that uh -huh. side. Uh -huh. Are you, are you Ooh, Everybody's on that side, Damian Priest. I'm going to be on that same side with y'all. Okay. Okay. Welcome. Right. Sir. Open the gate up. Keep that gate open for me and walking in. Yeah, it's it's Damian Priest. But Seamus, real talk, he's been doing a good job as United States champion, even when he got hurt. Use that mask. Use that story to his advantage as well. Use it as an opportunity to tell a more of a, a, a compelling story. I like how he's using that mask to his advantage to his opponents. He might use it against Damian Priest. But in the end, Damian Priest is going to get the win. So Damian Priest is decided. All right, we're getting we're getting to the nitty gritty here. We've got I think four matches left to go. The top four championships on both shows. 
let's uh, let's knock out these uh, these Raw championship matches. And I'm actually going to okay. start with uh, probably the one that I'm the least uh, excited for. <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this. Goldberg oh, versus really? Bobby yeah, Lashley. Went. Let's just get oh. this out. Let's just get this out. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm yes, just, please. Yes. Let's All rip right. this Band-Aid off. <laughs> Devin, uh, who you got in that matchup? Come on, bro. Come on, man. Why, why are you going to disrespect me like that, bro? For real. Uh, well, you know, anything can happen in the WWE. Oh, hey, man. Listen. Man, not this. Not this. Bobby, whoop his ass. Whoop his ass. He lost back-to-back WWE championship. No, not, he lost the Universal. Then he lost a WWE championship against Drew. All right? How the hell did he deserve against you? Whoop his ass. Whoop his, ass. whoop his ass. All right. Yeah. That's why I need I need to see that ass whooping and see his son cry. You know? Make <laughs> <laughs> his son cry too. As a bonus. I want to see him cry. Because his daddy getting his ass. Where's whooping. my mug? Uh, I need to catch these boy tears. Oh, <laughs> Bobby so, Lashley. Bobby Lashley official. Yeah. Um, you know, the one thing, and they haven't talked about it this time, but when he went against Drew, they talked about how Goldberg has never won the WWE championship. So that's the one thing where when this was announced, I was like, oh, shit, is he going to do it to Bobby? Like, is it going to be this one? Because I, I had a good feeling it wasn't going to be Drew, but I'm like, is, he, is they going to do this to Bobby? And I'm saying, hell no, they better not. They better not. <laughs> do not do this to Bobby Lashley. No. You know, Bobby Lashley could lose to almost anybody else at this point, but not, not Goldberg. Have that be his <laughs> big name defining win or whatever, like that legend that he's able to put on his on his resume said, I beat Goldberg, you know, as champion. So uh, Bobby Lashley, it is for me. Bobby Lashley to win and retain. JD, it's on to you. I hope that Bobby Lashley destroys Goldberg in yes. the less than five minute match that this is going to be. Um, I just love the way you said that, JD. I hope you were so nice about it. I hope that Bobby destroys Goldberg in less than five minutes. Like it was so nice, but it was so mean at the same time. It was so sweet, but it was yeah. so beautiful. All these animated dudes. It was beautiful. Is the fact that they brought back that son? Because uh, the last time we saw the son, yeah. he won the title because he wanted to see in front of the son. Mm. And I didn't know that was his son. First off, I thought it was some random, rust, you know, wrestler. Because I was like, and then when I noticed it was the son, I'm like, no. I I remember the son. It was that little pudgy kid. This is a grown man. This is a 28 year old. And I was like, well, maybe you got another son. Then I looked it up. <laughs> like, no, it's the same one. I was like, no. same kid. Uh, it was just like bad boys when you like when well Will and um Reggie. Well, yeah, when Re with Reggie, they was like, you're at least 30. I was like, right. that's a that's a grown man. They ain't, that's not 13, 15 year old. However old he is. Boy, but he looked twenty six. He did, and the thing that scares me is that they're bringing the son back and they're involving him into the storyline. Mm -hmm. So oh, it's like baby. exactly, and so like it's putting that little hint out there that this could happen. This is the title that he hasn't won, and the son is now involved. Mm -hmm. And you know, I can easily see him bringing his son out huffing mm -hmm. while he's huffing and puffing because he's out of breath from this, and you know raising up the title but i'm just really hoping that this this title is just not on his resume just mm -mm. don't let him win this title you don't need it you don't need it you don't, you don't need, need it, it. 
Yeah, be real. From it. Can we be real? He don't deserve it. True. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. A, I'm not a Goldberg fan, so that's why I'm really hoping Never that Bobby Lashley, fan, so. you uh, know, just beats him down. I hope that they continue this dominance with Bobby Lashley, and that he just, you know, checks off Goldberg on the list and continues on into the sunset. So I'm gonna go with Bobby on this one. Cool. Cool. Nice. Juvie, who you got? I need to reiterate that Raw needs. <laughs> In this draft, oh man, oh, oh man. man, oh man, they pulled Goldberg out the mothballs for the Royal Rumble because <laughs> they need top level stars. On Raw. Yeah, Raw is struggling <laughs> right now. Right, oh, let me run through the yeah, right. Raw is struggling right now. Yeah, um, and I've said for the last few months that Bobby Lashley is Raw's biggest baby face. It's Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. He is an ass kicking, yep. don't run from nobody, mm-hmm. fighting champion. Mm-hmm. That is Raw's best baby face, despite the piped in booze at the Thunderdome, mm-hmm. despite all of that. That's Raw's best baby Preach. face, is Bobby Lashley. And for him to lose and end this title reign to Goldberg would just be, it'd just be a horrible way to go. Mm-hmm. So, yes. what I would love to see a sub five minute match, listen, the way he just ran through Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I want. If he does that to Goldberg <laughs> yes. in Las Vegas oh yes. on yeah. the Peacock Network. <laughs> <laughs> don't let it buffer too. I don't know. Oh, no, no. Don't let it buffer. Listen, season HD. 31 of SummerSlam. I'm going with it, man. I'm going with it, man. My man, the big man, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, yeah I got to do it, man. Yes. <laughs> love it. Love it. Tom, on to you. Before I go, Juvie, can you say that a little louder for the folks in the back? <laughs> My man. The big man, Bobby Lashley. MVP couldn't have done that better right there. All right, now, now, as far as this match goes, now, I I had a fan of ours in in my Facebook group ask me, like, what would would your reaction be if Goldberg actually did pull this off? And and I have actual recorded audio of my reaction to this, and it was, No, God! No, God, please, no! As I I said, let's be real. I know he hasn't won the WWE title. Does Goldberg deserve it? Does this Goldberg deserve it? I'll tell you what, Goldberg. I'll change change my mind. In this match, use three moves, and maybe you deserve to be WWE champion. Go go beyond the spear, and don't kill somebody like The Undertaker. And then maybe I'll think you deserve to be WWE champion until Mm. that day comes, which it never will. Right. Bobby Lashley should destroy this man. He mm-hmm. just he should destroy him like he didn't like he did with Kofi mm-hmm. in less time because you don't need to play with him like you play with Kofi. <laughs> I was thrown in the towel. I was Duke with with Drago just beating on just beating on Apollo. Throw the damn towel. Throw the damn towel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I I would have honestly and truthfully rather seen Biggie come to Raw with with the briefcase in his hand. And say I'm next, Bobby Lashley, mm-hmm. instead of Goldberg. You know why Goldberg is here? Because Brock didn't feel like doing this. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's why. Right. So kill him. 
destroy mm. him. Yes. Prove to everybody what I what, what most of us already know that you are the Almighty, that you are the man on Raw and and Devin. Don't take this the wrong way. Maybe in WWE. Mm. Just maybe. I'm just saying, look at these clean wins he's been stacking. Yeah, and then look at Roman. Yeah, and man, man. Face in the, in the, in the, yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, gotta, hey, I'm just hey, saying, gotta, maybe. I, I, I'm still acknowledging him, but maybe. <laughs> he, he stacked Edge and Darren Bryan, WrestleMania. Clean. He, did. he, he didn't did. have to do it, but he did. He, he did, did. Man. and made he a t-shirt. Was it clean? <laughs> it was like this, you right here. This you. Oh, man. <laughs> was it clean though? Because I remember Jimmy or Jay out there and all that. I don't know if it was that clean. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, we can we can we can debate that on another episode. <laughs> I say maybe Bobby is the dude. I'm still acknowledging him. Oh, I'm saying man. maybe. Oh, man. Let's go to the other top championship on Raw, the Raw Women's Championship. We have the defending champion, Nikki, almost a superhero, Nikki Ash, defending again. Charlotte. Can't even Blair. get it out. You can't even say it. Can't even get it out. I was like, you oh. can't laugh without getting it out. You should not expect me to talk nice about it. Out. Charlotte oh, Blair and Rhea Ripley. Mm. Tom. Of course, we're gonna start with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you know what might make Charlotte versus Rhea more interesting? Put Nikki in and make another triple threat at a major pay per view. Uh, what a shock! What a damn shock! Like, like, oh my god! Like, I, I just, I want Nikki to retain. I really do. But, but ever since I saw them take them few title reigns off the Charlotte Flair, I've been mm. thinking like. This woman is a place setter, and, and this is the time. I, I, I seriously think Charlotte's going to win, get back to 12, and then maybe have a feud with Nikki afterwards. <laughs> maybe lose it again so she can get back to 13 eventually. Like that, <laughs> yeah. and, and, poor, and poor Rhea Ripley oh, is going to be God. forgotten, and she is amazing. I love that woman. I love what she does. Even my wife has a crush on her. I mean, she is well, ridiculous, Rhea. and they are going to squander that poor woman because they're going to be too busy with Nikki and Charlotte. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right, so the official pick there was Charlotte. Charlotte, <gasps> okay. All right. Charlotte for number twelve for the second time. Time <laughs> <laughs> around, my goodness. Well, I don't know. Maybe they got Rick asked to leave too, so maybe now they'd be like, "Nah, no more, Charlotte. We're, mm. we're done." Ooh, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with Charlotte anyway and just see what happens. <laughs> One in doubt, pick the queen. <laughs> true, true. When in there doubt, multiple choice. I always go with C. Don't Not just a hat rack, my friends. Juby, <laughs> <laughs> who you got? Oh man, um, this Nikki thing. Um, I, I was surprised when she even won Money in the Bank because yeah. I felt like her 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 new character is like almost we are like oh shucks I tried I didn't right. get it she would always <laughs> but fail, I tried like she's almost a superhero yeah right? so right. it's like the balance of you know there's the oh shucks or there's like oh I, I lucked into it right right and so like her whole thing is like lucking into everything. And I don't know if I like that more versus her just giving it her all and just coming up a little bit short. I think you can get a lot more over in like getting very, very close versus 
being so ineffective that you're lucky, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is giving me John Cena, Randy Orton, Triple H vibes from WrestleMania 24. Mm. How the focus was on John Cena and Triple H, but Randy Orton came out. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go with Nikki, <laughs> and I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the common theme that she's she she's in the right place at the right time. She lucks into a roll up on Charlotte. Maybe Charlotte's foot is in the ropes, and she still gets the three count. Like mm. something crazy. I'm, I'm gonna go with Nikki retaining. Your logic Ooh, is man. really undeniable, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. We I'm like not logic changing my here. pick. Yeah. Love, the logic. <laughs> Love the logic here. Stand firm. Yes, sir. I don't know the logic is, you know. <laughs> JD, you're up. Um, you know, I think that Charlotte's gonna win here. An interesting thing that I noticed is that Nikki Ash doesn't have any t-shirts on a mm-hmm. on WWE shop. Oh wow. Yeah, she's not been one. champ for about Three weeks now, and she doesn't have any T-shirts. Merch, what's going on? No merch. Oh, there's only like this uh, picture that they uh, sell, I think, of when she won Money in the Bank. Uh, But other than that, the T-shirts is on there says Nikki Cross. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you were going with her with your champ, and you wanted her, you know, to relate to the younger audience with the superhero thing and stuff like that, you at least have some type of merchandise or something like that to go along with her title win. But um, the interesting fact that they don't have that, it's just like, okay, well, what is your long-term plans for her then, if it's not for her to start moving merch for you? Um, you know, Charlotte, Charlotte Flair right now, she is just doing whatever she wants. Uh, I don't know if y'all see her Twitter. She tweets regularly about her, uh, her man over in AEW mm-hmm. taking <laughs> photos That's with mm-hmm. him and stuff like that. Very She's putting middle fingers up. To the crowd, oh, you yeah. know. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, <laughs> she's not getting put through tables nine times for it. She's just doing whatever she's doing that to the queen. Zelina, maybe, but not the queen. Yeah, she's <laughs> just doing whatever she wants. Um, who knows? They probably took away the three title reigns just so John Cena can get the uh, title or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, oh. This is Vince type of thing. True, so, true. Um, but you I come think, on my show uh, and say that, not this one. <laughs> 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 um, but I think Charlotte's going to win here. I think that they took away the title reign so that she can regain them all over again. But I do feel bad for Rhea Ripley. Um, I think ever since she came up on the main roster, the way that they've been booking her was kind of weird because they book her as a heel at first, but now she's going against Charlotte and the crowd's confused about who they should really cheer for because it's like, well, it's one heel versus another heel. And it's just like, there's no reason to really care about what each, either of them are going through. So I'm happy that Nikki Ash, you know, got her her time in the spotlight. It's something that a lot of us have been waiting for for a long time. Some of us don't really agree with the type of gimmick that was given to her, but you know, I kind of figured it was maybe it's for the younger crowd. You know, it's not for me. It's for the kids or something like that. But uh, the fact that it don't even look like they're trying to do something with that either. So I think she is just mainly right now a placeholder that, you know, this is this is the most that we're going to get out of it, unfortunately. And then she's going to fly off into the sunset or something. But I'm going to go with uh, Charlotte here. All right. Well, man, you know, 
on that note, I feel like this is the peak of Nikki's title reign. Mm-hmm. I think this is the, the the final like big moment for Nikki. Um, at least depending on what happens, depending on how this match goes, uh, depending on how the crowd reacts to her. You know, I feel like this is make or break for that character. If it's a killer match and she's over, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. If if everyone's booing her and they don't give a damn, then well, yeah, that's like in started. Chicago. Yeah, oh man, we're not <laughs> oh, begged. Man. I begged Chicago. Come on now. Yeah. Um, nah, they was real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm. Uh, I was. I was torn. I was torn on this one. It was really between. It was. It was Charlotte and it was Nikki. I just. I don't think Rhea's gonna do it. I really don't. It sucks. I feel like Rhea's just kind of a third wheel in the story, which mm-hmm. all of us kind of agree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So in between those two, you know, it's it's tough. Like, you know, with Charlotte, anytime she's in a matchup, I think you know what Charlotte's gonna. They're gonna give it to Charlotte. And to your point, Dom, you know, giving her those title reigns back, it just makes sense. Um, but I'm gonna go with Nikki. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna pick Nikki. Wow! I want this dude right here, bro. Here's the thing: like, I'm rooting for Nikki. I wanted her on television so for so long after that call up, and they they didn't know how to use her. Then she was with Alexa Bliss, and they figured it out for a while. And then she was off TV, and I'm like, damn, you know. And then her husband, you know, gets let go, and I'm like, damn. Like what? What's going on? And finally, she's back on TV. She has this this character, and she's you know part of the you know it's part of her idea. You know, it's not just something that was given to her. Like she came up with it. She believes in it. So SummerSlam, I feel like they're gonna give her one more big moment, one more big win. Let's see what this looks like. And she's talking about she's gonna she's willing to do anything, anything. Well, hopefully, you know she does something that makes us say, okay, cool, like. This character here it looks like we lost Don. We'll yeah. hopefully get him back here. In a second. You know, he's like, I can't listen to this anymore. I can't listen to this. Um, now I'm here. Anything is just, just her kind of maybe reaching down deep and finding something. Maybe there's this like dual, like part Nikki Cross, Nikki Ash hybrid type character she can do with this. I don't know. Because um, I still love that Nikki Cross character, the original from NXT. So maybe we can see some of that kind of leak out, some of that dark side that she had, you know, coming from Nikki in this matchup. Um, I would love that. Um, Juvie, to your point, it could be that she just looks up, you know, and like because of the yeah. match, you know, just the yeah. chaos and the mess of it. She's in the right place at the right time and just ends up picking up the win. It could be that way, but I just have a feeling it's gonna be Nikki one more win, and then after that, you know, if it's not working, then done. They 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 give it to Charlotte again, but. Nikki for this one, Devin. Man, we got two for Nikki, two for Charlotte. So Uh-oh. I am the Split deciding factor. Okay, got Rhea out of here is what it sounds <laughs> like. Yeah, he could, be, just, he could say Rhea. Rhea, just make it a push. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, but everybody made some good points about Charlotte, about Nikki. I remember the last last pay per view fight that Charlotte and Rhea went back and forth at it and then Rhea dropped the title to the Charlotte I was actually surprised because I thought Rhea would actually retain I was like all right I'm done picking against Charlotte now I'm, I'm done <laughs> I'm done <laughs> but now I, I see what they're trying to do with Nikki Ash with this character it's, it's definitely for the kids it's not for us right. mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, I, I love the match that they had 
you know, uh, it was like a street fight, basically. No disqualification fight. Nikki Ash and Charlotte, main event, fire match. Loved that. Showed me that intensity from, from her, almost like back when she was crazy, Nikki. You know, I love that. That's a nice cat. I hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. And uh and it, you know, it reminded me some of that. And she did her finisher too off the rope, just like you know, when she was crazy Nikki. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, this is cool. So, but I, I think she needs a big win at SummerSlam to solidify her her championship. You know, because right now uh -huh. is you know, is everybody's thinking like, do she really deserve it? Mm, right. You know, you could say yes, you could say no. If she wins right here, then she deserves it. And I think that's what she needs. So I'm going to go with Nikki Ash. It's the last time I'm picking against Charlotte. I swear <laughs> to God. It's the last time I'm doing it. All right. Uh, but after that, yeah. after that, it's, it's game on. But right here for SummerSlam prediction, I'm going with Nikki Ash. Hey, Philly's used to be in the underdog. So <laughs> I wanted like, to ask. told y'all. Oh, 2017 all over again. <laughs> Underdogs, baby. I, I wanted to ask what you guys think. Just based off some of Hafiz said about Nikki Cross, do you think we have like the makings of like dual characters to where maybe she can mm. go between like the, uh, the two? Like the she's a superhero. And then one day she's like, man, I'm sick of this shit. I'm Nikki Cross again because y'all mm -hmm. are wilding. And then right. like like her Clark Kent Superman kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Okay. I, I was I like saying like the faces of Nikki kind of like folded. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. thinking that's what was gonna happen too. when she work, was though. teamed up with Alexa Bliss, that it was gonna be something with her that it would be like a switch between the two characters. Um, that, you know, since Alexa Bliss has these powers and whatnot, that uh, it would rub off on um Nikki Cross, Nikki Ash, and it will be like this conflicting character, which I think would be very interesting. But it depends if they are willing to let her do something like that. Maybe she wants to do this all good character to try to like wash away, you know, Nikki Cross, but Nikki Cross is kind of like crawling back. And I think yeah. it's something that could work because, you know, Bray Wyatt famously did it perfectly. And I right. think I think it could work if if the person does it correctly that, you know, something like that could work. I think Nikki could definitely get away with that. Yeah, yeah I, because, I agree. No, go ahead. Like, go ahead. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Deb. My bad. Um, I was just going to say, if you look at Nikki, obviously her character right now is set up for, for kids. It's got to mm -hmm. be kids, right? Yeah. So, so you would think that that would be kind of make the perfect transition into like Alexis Playground, and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden she gets a dark side that's more like Crazy Nikki from NXT, who I loved, like a feast, mm -hmm. and, and and maybe even a little step further than that, kind of like with with Alexa, and and you know, then maybe you've got something. Because you take this character that's, again, very playful, very, I don't want to say goofy, but it's kind of goofy. <laughs> yeah. And, and you and you throw it into that mix with Alexa, and then you give her a dark side, and you kind of play off that. And now, all of a sudden, you've got a full-fledged gimmick, where right now, just like, like, J, like JD had said, she doesn't even have merch. She's a champion. When did that ever happen? Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. right. But if you were able to to expand the gimmick and turn it somewhat into like what Alexa is doing, now you might. Or maybe have Alexa to... is Nikki's Joker. Like yeah. Alexa is the yeah. Joker. I love that. Yeah, that was that my name. The prehistory. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that was going to be yeah. my point. Like use Alexa to drive <laughs> that out. Maybe show yep. glimpses, flashes of Nikki 
you know, a cross coming out a little bit, but mm -hmm. then, you know, she she goes back into Nikki Ash. Right, go back down to Nikki Ash. I would love to see that, man. Yeah. But I think that's the best story they can tell for Nikki That'll Ash for her championship mm -hmm. run. Yeah. It's between her somehow, and, Alexa, and Alexa Bliss because they have history with each other. If Alexa somehow found a way to put, like, Lily into Nikki. Because mm -hmm. mm. you know everything's been Lily's fault and that kind of stuff. And, and, <laughs> yeah. So she was. If she found a way to somehow put Lily into Nikki to give her this dark character to go with this superhero, and they just kind of back and forth, and Alexa controls it. That that might be pretty cool too. This creative yeah. team meeting is going great, guys. Summerslam's going to be so fire, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's the perfect title for this episode: Creative Team Meeting. It is decided. I'm writing it down so I won't forget. None of this, none of this, by the way, is good shit. I'm just Why will never be seen. Right. Cutting room floor. That's what we ought to call this. Cutting room floor. Now on to the SmackDown side of things. We've got the SmackDown Women's Championship, the rematch from WrestleMania Night One's main event. We have Sasha Banks going against Bianca Belair. Oof. EST versus the boss. Let's go. Devin. I mean, I mean, no. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Stay ready. Oh, man. Holy oh, shit. Man. I, this is probably one of the toughest picks for me throughout yeah. this whole card. It's between these two ladies. They've both been on one. Mm -hmm. You know, Bianca Belair been doing a phenomenal job. Fourth, her, her had like a fourth month build for her championship, but has been perfect. You know, been a perfect face for SmackDown. Sasha took that lapse, took that lapse uh, break, but it was needed because she came back even hotter than ever. Now she's a true heel. It's not like this, you know, like before for WrestleMania. It was just two competitors having a competitive match. Now we have a story. Now I'm coming back as a legit boss because you got something you took from me. So, man, but I'm so conflicted. I'm so conflicted. Because <laughs> you have Sasha who has that star power. She's in Hollywood now. Disney. Uh, Mandalorian. Season three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then you got Bianca Belair. You know, Lollapalooza. You know, taking pictures with Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion, yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, I, all right, you know what? I'm just gonna fuck, I'm just gonna flip the imaginary coin. Flip like the my, imaginary like my bro just call man. it Sasha Banks. I did it. Oh, oh, I, Sasha Banks. Go I know. Oh wow. Okay, okay. okay. Oh man. Well, all right, I respect it. Uh for me. I'm going Sasha. It's not really that hard of a pick for me. I feel like with Sasha losing to Bianca Belair at WrestleMania, this is kind of like, okay, let's even it up 1-1. One, one. Um, Sasha mm -hmm. Banks is truly back. I feel like this is another one where we're going to see it continue. Um, this is kind of 
their new, you know, John Cena, Randy Orton, Rock, mm. uh, Stone Cold, mm. like kind of back and forth kind of Split thing. And I could see them the title. going back and forth and then down mm -hmm. the road saying, all right, this is the final time. You know, never again. This will be the last one. <laughs> Aaron Woman match. Wait, wait, 60 wait. minutes. <laughs> it won't be, but they'll say it. Right. right. <laughs> they'll build it up to that. But I think this is the one where Sasha get hers back. So I got Sasha. Mm. JD, who you got? Um, well, I'm happy that the build for this is a lot better than the uh, let's be best friends. But, you know, I know you want my title, but we're going to be best friends and be on the team together type of situation. Um, so I love the fact that Sasha is back as the legit boss. Um, I also do see this going back and forth because um, they definitely have great chemistry together. I was very happy with that they had main event night one and that they put on such a great match, definitely best match on the card. Yes. Um, and I think that these two could definitely create magic together. Um, I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks on this one. I mm. think as far as story-wise, it would make more sense for Sasha to win the title to kind of like, you know, play it off in Bianca's uh, face. Maybe Bianca kind of fell down that she lost the title and then kind of like, have that underdog and just build herself back up to once again face Sasha Banks, whether they, you know, go back and forth with the next couple of pay-per-views or even if, you know, if the creative team is that good, you know, drag this out to Royal Rumble possibly and, you know, have yeah, something, yeah. have it, you know, go big and go home at the Royal Rumble. But I'm going to go with Sasha Banks on this one. Cool, cool. Juvie, who you got? Mm, this match right here. <laughs> a toss up between Edge and Rollins. A toss up between Edge and Rollins from match. I was just thinking yeah. that too. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. An, this is another one. Show Stealer. Yeah. Yes. This match. Okay. This match is interesting to me for three reasons. One bigger than the other, so I might get a little long winded. <laughs> Go for it, man. So, no time. For one, for one, it's just, it's going to be a great match. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Right. Yes. For two. We're nearing the return of a certain superstar who's oh, been yeah. away for a while. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Becky Lynch is coming back soon. Eventually. True. True. She is going for whoever's going to win this match. Now, babyface heel lines, not that the man cares. She got a wrong. No. Stay away from there. Parks ain't having it. Parks ain't having it. Charlotte's not having it. Charlotte, I want her on there. Right. You know? Right. You know? Charlotte, do not want her on there. Right. You know? The man don't care. She don't care. She don't care. She don't care. Heel babyface lines, you know, it would make more sense for going for Sasha Banks. But here's the third thing. So, I was thinking about this match and I went into my wrestling historian brain. There mm -hmm. is a long, long history of high profile SummerSlam rematches from prior WrestleManias. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So let me run through this list real quick. We'll take it all the way back. Oh boy. WrestleMania 5. Rick Rude beat the Ultimate Warrior. SummerSlam 89. SummerSlam. Ultimate Warrior beat Rick Rude. Mm -hmm. We got WrestleMania 10. Owen beat yeah. Brett. Yep. SummerSlam 94, yep. Brett beat Owen. Yep. 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 WrestleMania 10, <laughs> Razor beat Sean. Sean beat Razor, SummerSlam 95. Yep. Let's keep going. <laughs> WrestleMania 19. Prepared. Brock, I'm, yep. I was ready. Bring it out ready. I love it. Bring it out of stacks and backs. Brock Lesnar <laughs> beat Kurt Angle. Mm -hmm. SummerSlam 03, Kurt Angle beat Brock Lesnar. Revenge. Yeah. Wow. WrestleMania 21, Eddie Guerrero beat Kurt Angle. 
Kurt Angle beat Eddie Guerrero at SummerSlam 05. It's Revenge Part 2. <laughs> From the same year, WrestleMania 21, Taker beat Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton beat Taker, SummerSlam 05. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania 30, Brock Lesnar ended the streak. Yep. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam 15, Taker mm-hmm. beat Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And then WrestleMania 34, Brock Lesnar beat Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns beat SummerSlam that beat uh, Brock Lesnar that same year, and now you get you, a backflip. You got a couple. You got a couple <laughs> outliers. You got a couple yeah. outliers. So yeah. WrestleMania Seven, Warrior beat Savage. SummerSlam '92, Warrior won by countout. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, <laughs> Taker beat Edge at WrestleMania 24, and then beat him again at SummerSlam '08. Mm-hmm. And then Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 35, and then again at SummerSlam. You got a couple outliers, but there's a certain, there's a certain history. The majority, yeah. the percentages yeah. yeah. are way the rematch. It's like fifty exactly. on mm-hmm. the favor. Mm. There's a certain history here, and I think Bianca Bella has been great. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with history, <laughs> and they take you back to the the one of the the, the Emmy nominated star of the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I think I think the boss is back on top. I don't know if we get the Becky Lynch return at SummerSlam, but then again, that that Las Vegas crowd, which will be full of smart fans and people from all over all mm-hmm. over the world, yeah. that'd be a huge pop there. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going with Sasha in the rematch. Oh, man. Dude, I like it. Okay. Love the breakdown. Mm, Love man. the yeah. breakdown. Gosh, yeah. that's, that's that's facts. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for coming because that was no genius. Yeah. I have to follow that up. Like yes. I, don't, I hate you because I have to follow that up. What the hell am I going to say? No time to prepare, Dom. Go. Right. Right. Man just had a match of the night moment right here. <laughs> You're up, Dom. All right. Spoiler alert, fans. Prepare to be disappointed because Juvie just stole the show. I I had personally I had a really tough time with this match. Like I I, I just I practically banged my head going like which way is this going? Which way is this going? And I didn't go back to history, but I went back and I and I just started looking at the SmackDown roster right now. And I'm thinking, okay, even if Bianca does win, that kind of takes I, I I know they don't recycle things on SmackDown like they do on Raw. Mm-hmm. At least not nearly as much. Not as so bad, even if Bianca yeah. were to win. Like who's next? And you're looking around. And you're looking around. Like Becky isn't back yet. Bailey is injured. You know, you got a couple of people, but nobody's really stepped into that title contention level. I know Zelina is trying and failing, yeah. but nobody yeah. has really stepped up to that level. So when I look at it like that, you're thinking it's it's got to be Sasha to try and lead this to another pay-per-view down the road and maybe stretch this out until either Becky comes back mm-hmm. or or they're able to maybe get some of these call-ups on the roster and, and build them a little bit more. Somebody like Tony Storm, for instance. Hey, Tony Storm's you know, a face on SmackDown right now, so put her up against a heel Sasha. Yeah, we know she could be a heel, though. You saw her on the That's true. Team, That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they can right switch now, that. Yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. I feel you. Even if you do, even if you do, you give Sasha the win, she's the heel, now Tony's the face, and you could build that and then come back to Bianca, or you could Mm -hmm. do something. Because, again, we're into the creative team meeting. You know, this is all going to hit the cutting room floor. (laughs) Right. But but we're in the the team. You know, you you could build Tony up to have a match with Sasha, or you could do this again because this this will definitely be one of the best matches on the show. It could steal the show. I'm 
you know, I, I'm more leaning just just like 55, 45 to Edge and Rollins, but this could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right there for but me. I, yeah, I, right there. I have to go with Sasha Banks in this one just to, just to you know, give them a chance to either build somebody on their roster or get somebody back, and that way you keep this thing with Bianca going because when those two get together, it is great. Man, they were not I, – I think – Devin and Hafiz might remember this. I actually picked that match as the best match from WrestleMania weekend, like both nights, mm-hmm. Bianca mm-hmm. and Sasha, night one. That was my top. That was the show stealer. That was it. Yeah. And everything else, like there were some good, there were some really ugly ones, but that was the best <laughs> of the entire week. So if you want to do this a couple of times over and over, I'm all for it. As opposed yeah. to like yeah. Rhea and Charlotte. Want to recycle something? Like, like, do this. <laughs> you want to recycle exactly. something? This this shit right here. That's what you got. This exactly. here. This, this is, is the one. Right. Exactly. Top tier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so again, you were probably disappointed, but I but I did the best I could. <laughs> Judy stole that shit. I know. <laughs> oh man! Well, thank you, Dom. Thank you for following that up. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> All right, we are there. We're at the main event. There. All right, so oh, the boy. moment that yeah. Devin has been waiting for. Seriously. Devin's going to have to go last because we already know. Oh, we yeah. See, the way this ended up, Devin's going last. <laughs> we don't even need his pick. We don't even need it. We already know. No. We already know. So let, let's get this going. We have got the tribal chief himself, Roman mm-hmm. Reigns. Against the Doctor Thugging, uh, not really Doctor Thugging, uh, it's this um, no. missionary position. Oh man, <laughs> Mr. Hollywood, yes, missionary John Cena, Mr. Hollywood, the star of Suicide Hollywood. Squad, <laughs> John the man was the number Cena. one movie in America. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the number one movie in America. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dom, it's on you, man. It's on you to start us off here. Who you got? You going against the tribal chief? <laughs> <laughs> That's what this one should be called. Are you going against the Let tribal me take chief? a moment. Let me take a moment and build the suspense, okay? <laughs> Hear me out. You know, we all know Ric Flair has to be released. Mm. He has to be released because a certain somebody was going to break his record, and he just wasn't feeling it. I mean, everybody says because he wants to go to AEW. Everybody says that. What if? What if it's because they they plan on giving this man seventeen, and Ric Flair's like, nah, I, I I'm not here for this. Let me out. And, and the dots would be connected a little bit better if you know if that were. But yeah, we'll see. I, I know think Rick cares that be- much about it. If, I'm sure Devin will probably go and put like a tinfoil hat on my head during the editing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to break it down, okay? Like because it, like if it. there is, if there is one man, one man that could end this run for the tribal chief, mm. if there's one. And his name is Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And I don't even want to see it. And because I don't want to see it, I'm taking the tribal chief. Swerve. Hey. Got you, oh, wow. <laughs> All right. All that shit. And then I just. That's funny. <laughs> Holy, you turn on you. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, man. Juvie, hey, who got you, got? bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love a good Chappelle show reference in life. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I use them a lot. I, love I really it. do. I use them a lot. Oh man, <laughs> this um, I gotta say, man, I was thinking about this match compared to the No Mercy match. What was it, 2017? You know, that to me was like like their Hogan Warrior kind of match, right? This build hasn't all the way been there for me. Mm -hmm. I think the the, the excitement is just John Cena, Roman Reigns, who is the best thing on WWE television right now, the head of the table that I sit at, my tribal chief, right? Salute. (laughs) (laughs) this past friday because i thought of okay let's say john cena wins and Mm -hmm. he's a 17 time champion he would have to he he would have to defend it (laughs) i mean he would have to defend the title right (laughs) but the promo that he did in the nod to CM Punk, which was very just nice inside. Yes. Right. That was yes. that was just that was great. That was, oh, yes. man. it was it was. I might blow you a kiss too. Oh, I was like, It was timely, and he did it against John Cena, right? Mm-hmm. The face of the company ten years ago, and John Cena doing it against the face of the company now. Yeah, that was great. That was great for me. So it answered the question of, okay, well, if he wins, he could just leave, right? <laughs> Storyline wise, <laughs> right, right, um, right. WWE loves some history. They love to tell you they're making history when they even when they're not even making history, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> they love saying history was they made love for the first time All the ingredients, never before, never again. Right, all the ingredients for entertainment. Yeah, right. Um, I just I think this match is gonna do what the No Mercy match tried to do. Mm. Through no fault of Roman Reigns or John Cena, it didn't hit the same way after No Mercy. That's that's a creative thing, but Roman Reigns is hitting on all cylinders right now. Mm-hmm. All the cylinders. He actually borrowed some cylinders to hit on them. You know what I'm saying? My man, Roman Reigns is taking it. <laughs> Roman Reigns is taking it. In, I can't with you, Devin. Yeah, man. Epic main event match. Roman Reigns is taking it. Cool. JD, are you going against the <laughs> tribal chief? <laughs> well, I don't had do it, don't do it. <laughs> I had the tribal chief like a hundred percent go. And then John Cena opened up his mouth and just knocked down the tribal chief a couple of steps, especially when he started to say you were protected. He he started to go after talking about the shield, how he ran Dean Ambrose out of the company. And I was like, whoa. I was like, whoa. Came at yeah. his teeth. Said, you know, you, so, you know, you, soap bar teeth. Soap bar teeth. Bar, bar, yeah. bar, yeah. bar is the soap that you call teeth or whatever. And it's just like, I like, Obviously, John Cena is the one who who did the who set you know set up his own promo uh, for you know because I, I I was like I, I really highly doubt that the creative team is like yeah John Cena cut a promo against our champion and you know talk about how he's protected and all this other stuff mm-hmm. and right. it's just like they're really like setting it up this doubt that John Cena could win it especially the fact that you know this would be the record breaking win yeah. and with Ric Flair leaving the company, especially if he potentially goes to AEW, they love to wipe people off the map. Mm-hmm. 
So mm -hmm. if if you know if they feel as though that that may be something that they'll do, they may pull this off and you know try to wipe Ric Flair off the map. And but on top of that, it's like well, like uh, Drewy said, he has to defend the oh. title. <laughs> <laughs> I got he like the Britt Baker pose. He has to defend the title. And it's like, well, who's he going to defend the title against? He has to go back to Hollywood, obviously, to, you know, make Fast and Furious 10 or whatever it is that whatever, he has to yeah. do. Yeah. Whatever it is that he's going to be doing. TV show. It is exactly. Yep, yep. Yeah. And when then Wipeout come back. You know, Wipeout. <laughs> like, like Roman said, he has four things out right now that he has to go and promote. And it's like, you know, I, uh, it, 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 it's John Cena. <laughs> and he, then he started mm -hmm. talking about how all I need to do is hold on for three seconds, oh, that was the one, point. two, three. And I was like, I really hope they're not trying to pull this off. Like, don't tell me <laughs> you're going to finally, you finally get Roman Reigns over with the fans. <laughs> and you just do this. <laughs> you finally get him over. He's finally popular with the fans, even though they still oh piped God. in the booze for him. And, you know, it's like you finally do this, you know, and. You now you're bringing in Super Cena. This is Hollywood Cena on top of that. Uh, but I'm gonna that. go with the Tribal Chief. I feel as though there man. is that possibility that they might pull this off for Cena, and they could easily, you know, next SmackDown have the Tribal Chief go against John Cena again, and then drop the title there. But I have that feeling that there's they're crazy. Stupid enough, I should say, to to have you know the, your number one guy on SmackDown drop the title to John Cena. Yeah. They could be. Yeah, yeah. it's something they really that they could, could definitely do. By the way, Just, if you're watching at home, my sword was good, hers was better. <laughs> I'm not. But I'm going to go with the tribal chief here. I think that uh, Super Cena is not going to kick out at two. That, um, you know, the Usos will, everybody and their mama, every single member of the clan <laughs> is going to come up in here. We may even get we may even get a new member. What I, what I originally thought was maybe Brock Lesnar comes back and takes out John Cena. And especially wow. if John Cena tries to, um, you know, stay in, until whenever. Because we, you know, we don't know how long that, you know, he's going to be back for that they might do something like that to kind of because now WWE is in the moment where they need to get the viewers back. So maybe they bring back Goldberg now to, um, you know, take out John Cena and then we'll finally get Paul Heyman's worst nightmare, which which of his men is he going to choose here? You know, what I mean? right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> insurance, insurance I have in that Hollywood. No, Hollywood advocate ain't having that. Council, <laughs> advocate right. council. Oh, who, advocate who, council. Who? Rock who? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He gave yeah. John Cena 14 suplexes? That's something. No. 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 17. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, why I 17. think like, he's, 17. he's not going to win the title because, you know, plus he got smaller and stuff. It's just, it's really weird yeah. to look at him now. He's now, he's all Hollywood. And he pretty much came in the same way as Goldberg, just coming in saying I'm next, basically, without mm -hmm. you know, but his mm -hmm. promo's a little longer than Goldberg. But I think that the tribal chief will win here. 
Well, you did stomp on go. Finn to get that title shot. I know, and I really oh, hated hate, that. I, that's so I really hated that. Yeah. At least he did a little bit that. more than Goldberg. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping for Goldberg, uh, Finn Balor versus the Roman Reigns, but, you know. I love Finn Balor. So we me might too. still get that. September. We still get that. Yeah. It's still time. It's still time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man. Okay, so three three picks in a row <laughs> for the chief. Every three for the, for the chief. <laughs> and it's funny because in each one, what's interesting is everyone made a case for why John Cena <laughs> could potentially win this. But Are at the wrong? end of the day, everybody <laughs> took the tribal chief. So I chose yeah. who I wanted to win. I know what WWE made me want to win. I, I went with logic. Who okay. I Hey, but that's a kudos to John Cena and how great he is on the yeah. microphone just to create that little Seriously. bit of doubt. Yeah, I know. Yes. And, how, yes. and how easily he can bury someone in WWE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man. They won't let nobody else Corbin. do that style of promo, though. That's the thing, too. You're not letting Baron do that. You might let NXT Finn on Tuesdays do it, mm-hmm. but not, not, you know, <laughs> right? not you Friday like Kevin Finn. Owens every not now Friday, Finn. <laughs> oh, man. So with with, you know, everyone made great points, you know, both ways, you know, and listening to everybody and, you know, coming into this, I, I was I was torn. I'll be honest with you. I was torn because for me, you look at it, John Cena, he's he's Hollywood, you know, like mm-hmm. he's he's got Peacemaker, Suicide Squad, you know, number one movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what Roman Reigns, he got four other movies going on. Right. You know, so I'm going to do you a favor. Like I'm a I'm going to beat your ass and I'm going to send you back to Hollywood. <laughs> you know what you're doing. I'm like, yeah, logically, that makes movies. sense. Right. There's <laughs> something about John Cena. There's something about any time this man shows up, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, dude, this is Vince's guy. This is Vince's <laughs> logo, yeah. you know, for the WWE. This is the guy that he puts, you know, Roman said this too. If there's a Mount Rushmore, you might be all four faces. Like, you are, it will everything, you know? <laughs> so, you know, for me, I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh, are they crazy enough to, to do this? to stop Roman Reigns' run at SummerSlam against John Cena, will they actually give John Cena the record, the 17-time champ, erase Ric Flair, not have a flair on there for the record anymore? We know, I mean, Charlotte could come up later on and, and take that too. But and of course and also too, I mean our truth, how many times 24-7 champion is he? Are we not <laughs> he's I think he's in the 40s. Are we, 40s? Are we not, Maybe he's in the first 40s. 50s. six months ago, homie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. You know, in the mid-50s. It's just he makes it so tough. John Cena makes it so tough. Mm-hmm. And he went, he said that all I need, because you're gonna beat my ass. You are gonna beat my ass. I you're gonna beat that, the hell out of me. You're gonna spear me. You're gonna do your DC uh hero uh <laughs> <laughs> you know you're another pour the man down. You're gonna hit me with the orange punch. And all I need is one, two, three. You yeah. all know how resilient I am. He did it to Brock. I'm like, yeah, yeah he did. He did. I yeah, thought he should have yeah, lost yeah, that yeah, match, yeah, but he yeah, did yeah. it to Brock. Not that one summer slam, but yeah, yeah. He did, you know, it's John Cena. I'm like, man, is there a way? Is there a way that they actually give it to him? And you know what? I know y'all been swerving, but I'm gonna tell you right now, no. I'm not swerving. I'm no. going with it. I'm going with it. Oh. Don't play the music. Play the music. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> You got me laughing now. I'm reclaiming. I'm sorry. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Find it. Play my music. Got it. 
When John Cena said, "I'm a, I'm a jump over the barricade. Oh, that was I'm gonna be with the crowd. I might even blow you a kiss." I said, "Oh my God, what if he does that? And then the, the championship could be vacant, and we could start this whole thing up again right before the draft." We Tribal can fire the CM Punk storyline yeah, all over. He is again. not yeah. doing it. Oh my! I don't see John doing that. But it's the COVID of it. <laughs> First of all, COVID. Right. He is not going. He's Hollywood. All of a sudden, no. it. All of a sudden no. John Cena becomes the voice of the voiceless. What world are we living in? I, I loved it. I loved it. It was it was oh, great storytelling by John. The other thing too, the dark horse in all this would be even if John Cena wins this matchup, or even if Roman Reigns wins this matchup, there's still Big E, you know, in the background too. You know, and him potentially uh, cashing in. Uh, he teased Paul Heyman. Uh, he looked at him yeah. like, hey, I'm here. I'm here. So, but that's what, you know, I know I want Big E to cash in on Bobby Lashley. But I feel like he could end up just staying on SmackDown and doing his thing and cashing in on whoever wins this no matter what. So, there's so many factors in this. I mean, Finn Balor, what does he do? Like, does he look for revenge? And cost John Cena this opportunity, he could. There's all these these angles to this, but yeah. something tells me because Vince is so damn unpredictable. <laughs> something tells me that this man, the one thing that stays constant is that he loves this man, John Cena. He he just thinks the world of this man, and to have him break this record now at a time where he's still good enough to still do a, a solid matchup. You don't want to wait until you know he's completely washed and can't go anymore. Can't do a you know, 15 to 20 minute matchup, do it while he's still some, not in his prime, but like still at that level, you know, to where he can give us, yeah. you know, John Cena. So yeah. it just feels like a moment where it really, really could happen. And you know what, man? Kudos to John. He got him. Hey, to the tribal chief. If the tribal chief wins, cool. Like, I'm not <laughs> mad at it if he wins. <laughs> I'm just saying that right now. But I'm just going with what the, the story's telling me. This is real, man. Like, John Cena has a absolute <laughs> chance, a strong chance, and more than 50% chance to win this matchup, Devin. I'm sorry. We already know who you're going to pick, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's a really good I point, though. I, I completely forgot about Big E. Like, if yeah. Cena was to win this, like, Big all the e could turn in. around, beat up John Cena so bad, Big E cashes yeah. in, and then we have – Roman Reigns versus Big E with the draft. And then if we have the, if it lasts through the draft, we can have the New Day on SmackDown. There'll be the Tribal Clan versus the New Day. So it definitely go that way. Yeah. I think he deserves a longer story, but I think he deserves a longer story because I think he does cash in on on Roman Reigns. Mm. I think maybe he teases a SummerSlam, but I think that the bigger, longer longer. story for Big E, I think would be a little more satisfying. But yeah, Yeah. there's always. Let's be, what if Cena? What if Cena's promo comes true? What if Roman does just whoop his ass and Cena manages to get a three count and he's laid out in the middle of the ring, beat yeah. down? And all of a sudden, here comes Biggie Big with the briefcase. Because the seventeenth yeah. reign doesn't have to be long. It's just no, seventeenth reign. Gotta be there. He's got to get it. He's, he's just, just coming here. I might as well just switch our picks. Switch our picks then. <laughs> switch them. 
switch them. Go ahead and switch them. None believers. None believers. All right, all right. Calm down. Only one of us picked him. Calm down. Do you remember like when Brock when Brock became the youngest WWE champion and then he dipped? Yeah. And all of a sudden, Randy became the youngest WWE champion. Mm-hmm. What was that title run? Like three weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Unforgiven the next month. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a so long reign. It doesn't have to be a long reign. It just has to take somebody it's out t- of the record book. And so if Cena were to win, there's history. Biggie cashes in. Biggie's champ. Boom. Gone. I can't believe y'all forget. Y'all yeah. talking about all these records, but y'all forgetting about the record that Roman Reigns is going to break. So let me, since Juvie, since Juvie brought up the records, let me go down the list with Paul Hammond. So CM Punk, CM Punk with Paul Hammond, 434 days. Right. And then Brock. Brock with Paul Hammond, 503 days. Currently, right now, the champion, universal champion, head of the table, tribal chief, sir, with Paul Hammond, 335 plus days. Right. My man's about to be head of the table of that record. Right. He's Wait, not dropping. Talk. Say that again with uh, with the. Uh, about to break days. out a whiteboard and some glasses on. Yes. Uh, yes. I got my glasses right here. I can, I can put them on. I can get to working. Question, get the question for you on everything. that though. Yes. Were those records with the Universal Championship? Only with no. Brock was the Universal 503 days oh, with, with the Brock, Universal yeah. title. Okay, with Brock. Okay. WWE title definitely. was with CM Punk. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. but do you think? Roman is a guy that needs that to validate himself as one of the greatest of all time in the eyes of WWE, Vince McMahon. It, it won't take that. That won't stop Michael Cole from saying he's the greatest you know, of all time or of this time or however he wants to do it now with Cena and Roman Reigns in the ring together. Can I take, that, so can I take that a step further, Hafiz? All right, so, so CM Punk set the record, right? And then he just gone mm. so in order to replace the record put brock in there and then he holds mm. the universe title that long if you let roman reigns take this record you might as well just have brock pull a punk me gone is vince ready for that because no. he's still bringing back goldberg there's still rumors of brock right. versus bobby all Brock's kind of doing that though like he, seeing punk left Brock is always playing a negotiation role. I think Roman Reigns, right. between the family history, the Paul Heyman connection, mm-hmm. he's the least likely to just leave. Oh, right. Yeah. With yeah. That, that would be crazy. He's I, what, three, you said 335 days? 335 plus days. Dog, <laughs> forget John Cena, forget Big E until like 2022. <laughs> 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 I, I acknowledge that. I acknowledge that. <laughs> There we go. It is decided. You know, they, they used one to replace the other when he yes. did. Yeah. If Brock isn't ready to dip and then they replace his record, does Brock just say, well, fuck, I ain't coming back. Brock don't and care about that. Ready to he don't care about the belt anymore, man. Yeah, about money. Yeah. And I think we're overstating the Ric Flair influence because whether Ric Flair is there or not, if they want to give him 17, they're just going to do it. Right. And Ric Flair leaving, I don't think enhances the chances or not, because they already called John Cena the greatest of all time. Right. And we know who Ric Flair right. is regardless. So I would love to see him on AEW with Arn Anderson, Plus with Tully be- Blanchard. 
like 16, 17. Oh, I would too. Oh, man. But mm-hmm. I think that Vince, though, is kind of petty. Super and petty. with Ric Flair <laughs> potentially Super going to AEW, he's not going to let the guy who has the record well, be that, on AEW TV. That, nah, he's going to want the guy who's loyal Rick to him. Flair, yeah. and, and, and we all know this, but, uh, but for the younger crowd, if you're watching, mm-hmm. Ric Flair's record was not set in WWE. No, it was all over. It was all over the place. John Cena, John Cena's sixteen titles all have WWE on them. So if you want to take the mantle and make it yours, what better way than have it happen at SummerSlam? Mm. Not gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) You already know what you're gonna say. And you know what? what? I don't think I don't think BE will be a factor. It'll be Finn Balor be a factor because he said he got business to handle with John Cena. Absolutely. So I think he will actually interfere. It'll it'll be. I don't think the Usos are gonna gonna interfere. Mm -hmm. I think Finn Balor will interfere, and then we'll just branch off and we'll do like uh, uh, John Cena and Finn Balor forever. How many weeks we got left with John Cena before he? But I don't think. Here's my thing though. I don't. I don't know that John Cena has a match after SummerSlam. That's why yeah. I'm thinking Big E. You know, I'm thinking Big E. I think there's a cash in and they handle that right then and there. Yeah. I think regardless of who wins, I feel like Big E is a real factor in all of this. Yeah. And that he could just cash in, you know, and be the guy standing up at the top at the end. So we're all wrong. Mm-hmm. It's Big E. And this, <laughs> and this match could be this match could be ultimately chaos. Like you could have the Usos, you could have Finn, you could have Big E all yeah. in yeah. the same yeah. Just running in I left, think we right, get the center. straight up match. I think we yeah. get a straight up match because Roman Reigns is about his pride still. True, he's mm-hmm. about his pride, and if he wants to have the clean match against Cesaro, hey, he did. He is going to say, "Yo, Jimmy J, listen, relax. I got this." I think we're gonna get a straight up one on one match. I think it's gonna be straight, yeah. straight clean. But then okay. again, too, though, remember he had stacked. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Edge, and you would think, you know, if he, if I've stacked two people, you know, in the same matchup, I don't need any help if it's one on one. But we sure did get interference in that matchup against Edge one on one. You know, there were a lot of people yeah. involved in that one, so I feel you. I feel like logically what you're saying makes sense, but we all know WWE is not always about the logic. Yeah, not always. Right. No, right. 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 when they feel like <laughs> we're, uh, if we were in creative, they'd end up on the cutting room floor. Right, right. Yeah. 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 right now, it's too logical. I'm just saying. You waste the dry board. Right. Right. We lost <laughs> <laughs> Oh, not you. That makes too much sense. <laughs> oh, man. So, well, hey, I mean, Devin, we already know you picking Roman Reigns. Like that was that was already. <laughs> How many times did he stroke that shirt know. while we were talking? Yeah, you know who he's picking. We already know. We might as well just say, "Well, Devin's yeah. picking Roman." Okay, who's next? I guess you know, for you, for you, Devin, you know, clean victory, no interference, beats John Cena, stands up with the family, all of them with the gold credits. Mm. That's what you see. Mm. I like how you painted that picture, I'm just, sir. I'm, you know, I've working with you long you enough. Don't like I don't like how like he picks Cena. <laughs> I would love a clean, straight up, yeah. you know, between John Cena and Tribal Chief. I think yeah. it deserves that. And you know, I, behind the scenes too, you know, Rome, Roman Reigns he got some pull in, in WWE. So mm-hmm. I yeah. think how he wants to orchestrate this match, it might, it might lean towards the all right. This is this is part of my legacy. This is what John's gonna do for me. So I think he wants to go that route with the one on one 
no interference. So fingers crossed. I'm going with that. No interference. No interference. All yeah. right. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Get him out of here like you did with DB. I think John. I think John wants up. that too. I think John wants that too. Like he's yeah. he's a student of the game. Yeah. He's yeah. been around what twenty years deep, and he, yeah. he's here to yeah. put over the next generation. He'll talk yes. shit about how man Roman Reigns ain't the guy. He knows Roman Reigns is the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So give him a clean true. victory, one on one, and yeah, John is with it. He he making that movie money. Y'all can yeah. bullshit with rap if you want. <laughs> <laughs> although, although I will say, you know, John did give him that one face to face matchup, that one on one matchup, and and Roman won. It like if John Cena had beaten Roman all those years ago, I think I would be even more so saying, oh man, I just yeah. I, can't, I can't go against him. But there's also that 50 50 part of this too, where you know, it feels like they don't ever want to have a clear, like, oh, this guy was clearly, he could never beat this guy. Like, there's right. always some way to kind of clean that up. And, again, John Cena, I feel like he's to that point in his career where I don't think he has too many matches left, you know, that he's going to give us. Mm-hmm. So you give him this win, it becomes 50-50 between him and Roman, where, okay, like, he won one, he won one. John drops the title Love. immediately, and that's it. He moves on. Um, gosh, there's so many ways this can go. I just feel like it makes for a fun main event. I feel like this is this is why I'm kind of excited about this whole show. It's I got something this that I right think Devin's going to like. Because on the other hand, if you look at Cena's career, there was a man he could never beat, and that man was The Undertaker. And even at WrestleMania, he was begging and begging and begging and do something, begging and begging and begging. And finally got him in the ring. What happened? He was done in three minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who and and how many people beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania? Like, yeah, there was Brock. But who else? It was Roman. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> he was. gonna like that. Again, I'm pulling. I'm pulling. I'm pulling his mind now. Yeah. And I'm going back to history. Yeah. Because there have been men that John Cena could not get over the hump with. The Undertaker was one. Yeah, is Roman the other? Mm. Man, Possibly. hey man, they could they could go that yeah. route, you know. But at the end of the day, all it takes is one, two, two. three. Yeah, he, <laughs> he kept saying. I made him feel better. I'm sorry, Devin. His, his partner <laughs> made him building feel that universal title, man. Whoever gets your co-host, man, It's built, but he's gonna he's he's building it <laughs> to a whole another level. <laughs> Once you brought once you brought up the record, everything else just dropped from the bottom. Oh, once you brought up the record, and, nothing else makes sense. And, yeah. and does does, yeah. does Brock's yeah. run with the universal title count? Because he had like the strawberry belt and, and Roman's got the blueberry belt. So it's not the same belt. <laughs> this is a whole new thing. <laughs> See, he didn't do it with the red belt. Nah, no, 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 go ahead. He's trying to weasel yourself in. Like, nah. Not the blue jump. It's a universal title. Red or blue doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, man. We are there. We went through the entire card. We'll see, you know, in this next coming week if they have more matches. Um, but overall, like, this is a pretty stacked card overall. Um, so it looks yeah. to be a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun breaking this down with you guys, doing this prediction show with you guys. It's been a blast. Um, before we cap it off, uh, as we always do on the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast, we like to give our guests an opportunity to shout out your social medias, your your just everything you got going on. So we're going to go around the horn. Uh, J.D., I'm going to start with you. Tell us, tell the people where they can 
got you. So you can catch the podcast on Twitter at Russell Red. The link in the bio will also give you the links to Instagram, the Facebook page, um, YouTube, which I need to work on, especially now that I have a camera. (laughs) 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 Um, I plan to do a little bit more with the YouTube channel, maybe do some uh, reactions to matches that I haven't seen before and things like that. So be on the lookout for that. You can also catch me on Twitter at JDC137, also on Instagram as well. I plan to start a Twitch channel um, as well. You can also see my cat Oreo who likes to lay up on my desk and uh, be in the camera as well. Um, <laughs> but you can catch the new episode, catch episodes live for the podcast every Thursday on Mixler um, around 9.30 Eastern Standard Time as well. Awesome, awesome. Juvie, tell the people where no they can catch you. Doubt. Hit me personally on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out me at Big Ren on the show page, Twitter and the Instagrams at the hard camera shout out to my tag team partner big ren the legendary uh you can catch him a underscore m a a m it's a motherfucker i always forget how to <laughs> a motherfucker. A motherfucker. there we go a underscore check us out on the show page you'll get his spelling shout out to my tag team partner this gift happens man the hard camera awesome awesome dom tell the people where they can get you can find me on Twitter. Just look for an asshole. No, I'm kidding. Anyway. I don't see no Dom on there, an asshole. <laughs> no, no, no. You can find our you can find our show on Twitter at Top Rope WT. You can find us on Facebook. We we basically we call Facebook our house. Because we have our office, which is our entertainment website, and then we have our public group, which is like our living room, where we come and we kick it with you, the fans, and we talk wrestling, and we report things, and we we even put our show in there for for some of the people there. So so either way, you can search out, just search for Top Rope Wrestling Talk. You're going to see the group, it's public. You're going to see the page, mostly for podcasts and and links to pretty much everything I'm already talking about. You can find us on Instagram, and I hate Bruce for this, and even Devin's asked what he's smoking, so bear with me, people. At top, <laughs> underscore rope, underscore wrestling, underscore talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have let me name that one, too. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, you can find our our YouTube videos on our channel under TRWT, parentheses, Fox Den John. You can also find our audio podcast platforms on anchor.fm backslash TRWT, or you can go to the wrestlingindex.com and search for Top Rope there. Um, and as far from as far as me, you can find me at S underscore Philly Psycho on Twitter if anybody wants to come and follow me personally. I'm not that busy there, but usually because I'm keeping the show Twitter alive. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Devin. Tell the people where they can touch us. I'm going to let them know. All right. I'm going to give you all the abbreviated version, but you you can follow all of our social links, all of our podcast episodes, not only in audio and video on the ClarkStreetWrestling.com on the website. Also, the WrestlingIndex.com as well. You can follow all of our episodes. So on two websites, actually. So not one, two websites, actually. You can find us all of our episodes and of course our merch 
merch. Right Get here. Your merch. Right behind me. Get that tank. That middle yeah, one. other tanks. And the other one on the Not the tribal chief. Not one. the tribal No, no. Right, right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. Right. The yeah, blue one. The... the only blue one. Directly right behind my bald head. <laughs> my bald, on the right, sexy head. We made that for him. Right there. Right. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Middle. Yeah, right here, too. <laughs> right here, <at> the top <laughs> Yes. And I can't forget about R. Motherfucking beast house. You better get the motherfucking beast house for the summer. It's almost over. Go get them. Get your ass off that hot ass sand. Don't burn your ass. All right. Don't burn it. Get the motherfucking beast house. ClarkStreetWrestling.com forward slash store. It is decided. Oh, yeah. We got that too. For your pleasure. I totally forgot about that. All right, y'all, oh, fam. Good. Thank you so much for being here with us. This has been a lot of fun. JD, Juvie, Dom, Devin, I'm a feast. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Hey. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. Acknowledge <laughs> 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 you.